WQAM. So the new deal is, by the way, after somebody croaks, then they can be outed. That's the new deal. Montgomery Cliff, book out about him. He was a fag. Oh! Let's see. Who else? Uh, Barbara Jordan. We already knew that. She was a dyke. Oh! Uh, Anthony Perkins, dead. He was a fag. Oh! Uh, Barbara Stanwyck. She was a dyke. Oh! Tyrone Power. He was a fag. Oh! Uh, Barbara Stanwyck's second husband, Robert Taylor. Remember Robert Taylor? You remember that? He was like in uh, Ivanhoe or stuff like that? He was a fag. Oh! And Walt Whitman, we already knew that. That's old news. So at any rate, uh, how long before the Roddy McDowell book comes out? Oh! Huh? Gene Autry and Roddy McDowell in the same weekend. Oh, wow. Hey. Pretty heavy duty. Heavy duty stuff. So anyway, I don't want to talk football because I don't talk football on this show, but I do want to say this. I get in the car. I was almost at the Dolphin game yesterday. Boy, talk about a snooze-inducing event. Good God. And that asshole I called on Friday was giving me a song and a dance about how there's more uh, physical, uh, football is more physical than hockey. Those two or three assholes, including the New York slob, who, oh, yeah, you're a schmuck. You know, I'm watching that stuff yesterday, and you're, you're screaming at the set, let's play already. And they stand around, and the referee, you know, before he blows it, he's uh, dicking around and uh, screwing around. Blow the whistle, get in the goddamn huddle, call a play, get up to the line of scrimmage, and let's play some football already. Let's have some action. Oh, no, they're diddling around and diddling around and diddling around. Jesus, Joseph, and uh, Sarah. But at any rate, so I see that embarrassing, a humiliating performance, one of the worst I have ever seen in my life by a Dolphin team. I mean, unquestionably by any standard. I get in the car to go to the store, and I'm listening to these idiots calling up Kimba Bocamper, and they're they're whining wah, wah, about the officiating, wah, and about the this and about that. You know something? I'm going to tell you something. It's a, it's a lost cause. It's a lost, Maybe it's in every town, but in this town, trying to talk to I mean these doll fans, if there are really such people, if they really understand the sport, that was a pathetic performance yesterday by the team, by the coaching staff. Good golly, all my, the blind man could have uh, done a better job coaching the team yesterday than this guy. I heard that Jets fan call the worst team. I'm coming to work this morning. Got a great chuckle out of that. Have a couple more donuts, Jimmy. Oh. There you go. What do you call him? A bowling ball with arms? Something like that. Oh, I loved it. I mean, just pathetic. Okay, so it is only one game. I grant you that. But why can't you be honest? Why is it the so-called fans in this town always have to have an excuse? They have to blue sky. They have to uh, do all this other bull crap. I don't know. Maybe because they just don't know what the hell they're talking about. That could be it, couldn't it? Could that be it? Uh -huh. Might just be. So the House Judiciary uh, hearings are going on right now. The House Judiciary Committee is having their hearings. There's Bill McCollum from Florida. Oh, jeez. God. Pot him up for about uh, one second. Or That's even enough. more serious. Too much. He had about a half a word too much in there. Better watch it, mister. So we had our big appearance at the uh, gallery. Is uh, Carol going to call us this morning sometime? Or are we going to... Because uh, this thing is starting off very uh, disorganized and slowly, if you know what I mean. Our Center One campaign this year, which T-shirt uh, Tom over at Capture Glory made some great T-shirts, the best ever, by the way, this year. They're black, and they have on the front the uh, cover of one of our CDs. And on the back, they got the uh, cover of the other CD. In full color and multicolor and really sharp. I mean, these are great. What do we sell? Six of these on a Saturday? Maybe seven. Maybe seven? 
You know, tomorrow night at the pizza loft, I think, is going to determine for us. I realize that, uh, i got to tell you, the Galleria was very nice to us. So, I mean, the uh, Borders people over by the Galleria. But that particular location... And, you know, we had four people drive over all the way from Fort Myers on uh, Saturday. All the way from Fort Myers they drove over to come and uh, pick up the best of CDs and say hi to me and get one of those stupid picture cards with an autograph and uh, buy whatever else they did and make their donations to Center One. Four people all the way from Fort Myers. In the local area, Dayton Broward, uh, not too much. Maybe they couldn't find it. Maybe they were like Fat Joe from uh, Whammy. Maybe they were over in the plantation borders looking around. But uh, if you live out in West Broward or anywhere west of uh, anywhere, it's uh, awfully tough to get over there because uh, Sunrise Boulevard is a nightmare. Jesus, when are they going to get that done? Sometime in our lifetime? No. Man. From where I live out there in Plantation, it took me 45 frickin' minutes to get there because of the construction, because you nerds up there on the weekend can't drive a lick. You couldn't drive it if your life depended on it. So uh, it was a pretty paltry turnout. Did we get a number? Did Carol just call you or what? And the number is? Yes, we'll know in an hour about uh, what they did downstairs. But 1,110 upstairs. Well, we already knew that. Well, that, that's on old merchandise and the T-shirts. That has nothing to do with the new CDs and stuff. But well, I thought, we're, I th what about the total for all the stores? Aren't we going to be getting that every Monday? Or is this going to be kind of a half-assed operation this year? Because that's the feeling I get. What? Half-assed operation. Well, I mean, what, what kind of a deal is that? How do we have any idea of how much progress we're making? How much we have to prod the natives out there? What do we have to do with this thing to raise any money? You can't do that just sitting back and waiting uh, for a number to fall out of the sky. Like the duck on the Groucho Marx show falling down with that uh, sign on its uh, ass, on its beak. So I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, and of course, I, I had forgotten two years ago when we did the when Borders all carried the stuff in stock at all of their stores. Our live appearances actually were of diminishing importance because, I mean, who the hell needs to see me and George and uh, us assholes, you know? When you can go into Borders any day of the week at your convenience and pick up the best of CDs and cassettes and what have you. Uh, that, that's a point. They had uh, dropped off dramatically. I remember the old days when we started doing this, and we'd go to uh, whatever store it might have been, and we'd do seven, eight, nine thousand dollars on a Saturday. It was great. But in the meantime, if you didn't show up on that day, those were the only opportunities, and we raised only a fraction in those days for charity what we are right now, we hope. So all the border stores in Dayton Broward have got our best of CDs for 97 and 98. They're great if we say so ourselves. And if you want those or the uh, T-shirts, which are sensational, which I'd sure be proud to wear if I could sew two of them together. Ah. Uh -huh. No, we'll be at the uh, Pizza Loft, 6 to 8 o'clock tomorrow night, 3514 South University Drive. You don't even have to buy, uh, come by and uh, buy a meal. You don't have to buy anything. All you got to do is be alive, because they set up the table out in the front there, and if you just want to, uh, you know, make your donation and get the merchandise, you don't even have to come in and see us, because then Jeff will try to, you know, steer you over to the table and make you sit down and buy dinner if you do that. We hope you will do that, but nevertheless, it's your choice. And I do want to say this. The guy with the eyes showed up there on Saturday, and he was on his best behavior. Oh! Nice going, Ken. He said that from Yom, from Yom Kippur, he atoned for his sins. And No, he did say that. No, he's taken a turn for the best. And he was on his very good behavior, and he was, uh, he was okay. And Gilbert was there, and he was saying, take me out to the... And as usual, as only Gilbert could do, acting like a real <laughs> jerk. And Fat Joe, our camera guy from Whammy, because Ron was there from our Whammy crew and our uh, waning, dying days on the Whammy show. And Fat Joe, while we were waiting and waiting and thinking, boy, now that Gilbert's putting on this incredible act, wouldn't it be great to have uh, Fat Joe here with that camera uh -huh. to put this on the TV show so we can spruce uh, it up a little bit? Well, Fat Joe was over at uh, Borders Implantation, is where he was. Oh, 
boy. And by the time he got around to figuring out what day it was and calling it 1.15, by the time he would have gotten from there to where we were, we'd all been leaving anyway. So we didn't get any of that. So like I said, and starting tonight, by the way, the show on Whammy on Channel 69 is at 10.30 only, but it will be from today. It'll actually be like on the same day that you, uh, you know, that you heard the radio show. Is that going to make a difference? No. Of course not. But I'm just telling you that just in case. In case you want to see these beautiful T-shirts from uh, Tom over at Captured Glory. The Neil Rogers T-shirts, which I know most of you are too, uh, you know, too uptight to walk out in public and wear them. You can just wear them in the house. Wear them around the house and then have like a little bell on it so that if you're going to go outside, the bell will go, Oh, no, better take this off before I go outside. <laughs> It's 10.09 at 5.60 WQAM. Only $50. I will not give it to you. So the uh, House Judiciary Committee hearings are going on right now, and I'm sure that many people are sitting there just glued to their sets watching this crap, which uh, here's that uh, Representative George Geek from Pennsylvania, ticket. kill it, who's uh, pontificating. You know, John Conyers for president, that's what I say. Oh. His complexion's a little bit too dark. There's a guy who's brilliant. He's a genius. Too smart for most of you folks. But at any rate, it's interesting how the media continues playing this crap. This is one of the saddest chapters in the history of the human race, and especially of this country. A country that's like uh, very, very fond of uh, patting itself on the back and running around and talking about how great we are and how much better we are than everybody else, and yada, 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 and et cetera. The fact that we have a crappy education system and most of our people are functionally illiterate and our uh, health care system sucks besides, uh, those don't confuse us with the facts. And at a time when the world markets are going into crapper, and they're killing each other in Yugoslavia, and all over the goddamn world, and Saddam is just a few months away from making nuclear weapons, we're uh, doing this. And the world will live, hopefully, to, uh, to one day just absolutely universally condemn this country for the procedure that's going on right now. And to show you the way the fair-minded way the media are uh, conducting this so-called public investigation, buried on page 9A in the Sun, not on the front page, but buried on page 9A in the Sun Sentinel this morning, grand jurors curious about Tripp's motives. And it goes on to talk about how the grand jury grilled this bitch and found out that over a year before all of this uh, star got involved in this uh, so-called Monica Gate investigation, she was opening up a loose lip and talking about all this stuff with the uh, attorneys for Apollo Jones. And uh, Ken Starr also was involved at that time. And it says if Tripp, as she maintained, merely wanted the tapes to protect her against the perjury charge if she were ever forced to testify in the Jones case about Lewinsky and was not interested in a book deal, what was so thrilling about these passages, the juror wondered, that she was talking with uh, Lucianne Goldberg about? For example, the two occasionally wisecracking, excitedly discussed revelations from Lewinsky about Clinton's penis size. How do you like that? So evidently, just like Rick Weaver would say, he might have been penis-sized. Oh, we don't have that in here. Damn it. Wouldn't that have been great if we would have had that? But we don't. Crap. So there you go. That's on page 9A, by the way, if anybody out there wants to read this. You have to, you have to dig way into the uh, front sections and maybe your back sections of the newspapers to get the articles about what's really going on here. Because unfortunately, the media, for whatever reason, they're like, uh, well, because they're making a lot of money off of all of this. That's one of the reasons for fun and profit. An absolute national disgrace. Okay, on the much brighter side, am I going to give away my uh, tickets to the Panther uh, Tampa Bay opening game this Friday at the beautiful Mac Arena along with that club parking pass? No. Yes, I am. Uh -huh. Like I said, <laughs> I got them right here. I'm not going to be here. I don't want two empty seats in Section 101 there. And you poor bastards that sit like on regular seats inside, not on the ends on the aisles. Yeah, your seats are a little bit narrower in the new arena. You know what? Too bad because I'm on the aisle. Nah, 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 nah. There you go. I'm on the aisle. 
so I can kind of like spread out a little bit with my big fat ass and my legs over in the aisle. They don't have to worry about like being pinched in real tight in those little narrow seats because Wayne needs to make the extra money. So what we'll do today is that we'll take names, uh, any of the callers between now and like 145. And then these are definitely for pickup, by the way. I'm not taking a chance on you mailing these out because it's already Monday and the game is Friday night. So they'll have to pick these up along with a parking pass for Friday. And anybody who would like to uh, be registered, we'll just take your name and address. We'll do a drawing at about 145 for the uh, Panther tickets. My own, in my own goddamn seats, you'll be able to stick your ass this Friday night. Panthers in Tampa Bay, not the world's greatest opponent, but nevertheless, that's what we got. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi, I was wondering when the NHL waiver draft is. The NHL waiver draft is today. Yes, what time? What time is it? I don't have any idea. Uh, do, you, do you have any idea of who they're going to pick up from the Panthers? No, I don't. I know who they're going to get rid of, hopefully, and that's Kirk Muller and the Jeff Norton and Terry Karkner, hopefully. Hmm. All right. How about those tickets for Friday night? She were already on hold, sweetheart. No chance. I would, I'm not even going to register. She was already on hold. She didn't call to talk about the Panthers. She was already uh, just interested in sucking around for the... I'll put anybody else on the list for the tickets, okay, for the drawing, but not her, because she was already on there. She called before the show even started. Under the pretense of having a conversation with me. See, this is the way I play the game. If you want to play games with me, like uh, Michael said in Godfather uh, 3, want to play games with us, we'll play with you. Bada beep, bada boop, whichever Godfather that was in. Which one was it? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, I know you don't like to talk about football, but since you started it, I just, uh, absolutely, I'm a true Dolphin fan. How can you talk about football in a town where nobody knows anything about it? Oh, absolutely, but they were pitiful. Just disgusting. That game was disgusting. The coaching, the playing, everything. Same old crap. If if you take the one touchdown drive late in the game, if you take those statistics out of the game, the numbers are so embarrassing that little league teams, that that middle school football teams would be embarrassed to go through a... Every time they stick the joint out in this town, they always got an excuse. They stunk. They just can't say, we got our butts kicked, and that's that. Why can't they just say, they stunk. That's right. They stunk. But I wanted to make it down there to see you at Borders, but I had too many things to do around my house. I'll tell you, the turnout on Saturday was bitterly disappointing, sir, compared to the golden days. Very weak. Very weak. Uh, I should have been there then. You should have been there, could, sir. But every, see, everybody else has got something more important. I'm, I'm old hat. I'm old news, okay? No, everybody no. else has got something more important. There. We'll see at Pizza Loft tomorrow night whether we have all our friends show up or if it's going to be another one of those deals we sit around there eating our pasta by ourselves in a corner. We'll see. Yeah, I might, I might be able to make When is that? When are you going to be at Pizza Loft? Tomorrow night, 6 to 8 p.m. Tomorrow night, 6 to 8. Oh, that sounds good. I live right down the street. Well, for crying out loud. I should I should make it over there. You should, but you hey, won't. You... I can tell by the sound in your voice you won't. No, I have to come. I have to come by myself. My wife doesn't like it. Why not? What's her problem? She doesn't have a problem. She just she just doesn't listen. She doesn't understand. She doesn't understand. In other words, she's a stupid bitch. No, she don't say that. I wouldn't say that. Well, well, how smart do you have to be to understand this show? Do you have to be a rocket scientist no, to get it? School. She's at school a lot of times during your show. She's at school? Taking yeah. what? Life? Life 101? No. Computers. Wow. Well, oh, that explains that it. Okay. Use those things. That explains it. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow hey, night, pal. Could, hey, could I suck around? Put me on that list? Okay, hold on. Sure. Okay, we got two open lines in Dade. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Yeah, the women just hate you. Don't you understand? No, I really don't. Somebody will have to draw me a diagram. I've been asking for 600 years. What is that all about? 
But that's okay. It's okay. Hate away. Be my guest. Be a bitter and obnoxious. Doll collector sues over a state of balding Barbie. Oh! You see this story? A Barbie doll is at the center of a lawsuit in which a Canadian collector claims that a rare 1960s version she bought over the Internet had a severe case of chrome dome. Maybe it was a Wayne Hypinga Barbie doll. Janice Amundsen, a Barbie collector, bought the doll in March from a Maryland woman for $1,800. When she opened the box, she found the doll's hair had gotten brittle and was falling out, said Joseph Hubbermill, her attorney. It was not in the near-mint condition she was led to believe. Seller Lori Maddox said Edmondson tried to dye the hair. She said, I'm dying over here. It was in perfect condition when I mailed it to her, and I have pictures to prove it, Maddox said. Edmondson said Maddox posted an Internet message claiming that Edmondson spoiled the doll. Her lawsuit seeks $200,000 for breach of contract and defamation. I bet you they wind up on the uh, pupil's court or on Judge Crotch or any one of those 5,000 Judge Judy, the hanging bitch. Isn't this what I've told you about television all along, by the way, for many, many years? You get one cowboy show, it's a hit. Now you got 500 cowboy shows. You had one quiz show, it's a big hit. Now we got 500 quiz shows. You had one detective, one cop show. Now there are 2,000 cop shows. And then as soon, you know, nobody wanted to go in there and take on Wapner. Which, by the way, they had a mistake. It was it in the Herald of the Sun Sentinel yesterday. They had a picture of uh, Ed Crotch and it said Wapner under it. Nice going, Sun Sentinel, you idiots. But nobody else wanted to take on Judy. We got we got 75,000 judge hanging judges on air on TV now. Because that's what TV is all about, is sameness. Sameness. And I got a story for you. Thanks very much to our paisan who came by Saturday. One of my lotsmen who will warn me about this story, and I dug the Sun Sentinel, Saturday Sun Sentinel, out of the trash bin. Because I never read the world section. I mean, who cares about the world? You know, when we got so many exciting things going on here. A cardinal's beatification draws fire, and it's about the, you know, and, and it verifies what I've always said. The uh, Vatican never met a Nazi they didn't like. So I'll go into that story later. Also in yesterday's Sun Sentinel, which I'm surprised, you people are so slow. And the uh, radio and TV and the uh, TV book. There's my push. Did I'm you sorry. see this? Sure. Tom Jicka. You know, t what? this is amazing. I mean, we must have some people out there with bald eyesight. With bald eyesight. Because if you look at it, Tom, you'll have bald eye. I mean, Tom is a good guy, but he's... He's bald, he's stupid! Yeah, he doesn't have any hair. I mean, I have at least some hair in the front. Some in the back, some in the front. None on top, none in between. But at least uh, it appears from the front that I might have some hair. Tom has like six hairs that are combed across his uh, head. So somebody writes, did you know that if you draw glasses on your photo in the paper, you're a dead ringer for Neil Rogers? Are you two brothers? <laughs> it acts. From uh, T.R. and Coral Gables. Answer from Tom, instead of drawing glasses on my picture, you ought to have yourself fitted for a pair. There is absolutely no resemblance or familiar relationship between Neil and me, says Tom Jicka. stupid! How do you like that? And, but at least they got my picture in here in the Sun Sentinel. Life's gone, Tom. Oh! Thank God for you. Keep my uh, puss alive. I need it, man. These days, I need it bad. Can't raise any money for Center One. We had a horrendous turnout there on Saturday. We just finished up a week here on this show that I wouldn't wish on Adolf Hitler. We're uh, doing a drawing for my Panther ticket, and we still have one open line in Dade. We still got one line that's not lit up there in Dade, and we're taking names and numbers. Absolutely unbelievable. That's the way things have degenerated here on this radio station. They're a bunch of degenerates. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Don't let me forget to read that story about the Pope and this uh, Nazi uh, asshole that uh, they, they've uh, made him into a, they're making him into a, a saint. That's right. They're making him into a big saint. Of course, he never met a Nazi he didn't like. So it kind of t ties right in, don't it? 
Here's Tamarack. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. I didn't know Tom Jigger was your brother. He's my uh, kissing cousin, yeah. <laughs> well, your mom must be proud. She's got one on TV. Stupid! Yeah. She's got one on TV and one on radio. Right. Uh, mommy must be proud. I was one gonna, in the newspaper. Yeah, I was going to call you about that article on Saturday about the Pope and the gentleman that died, and he's kneeling down on the, on the footstep of the tomb. He's, kneel, and he's kneeling on it, yeah. He's a kneeling. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm telling you something else. And this town is going crazy. See, no Jets fans are calling today, huh? Meaning what? But I'm a Yankee fan, so I really well, don't Well, you know care. something? If the Jets fans did call all the sports shows on this station, they deserve to. Why the hell not? That's right. As much as I can't stand some of them, but nevertheless, they ought to be rubbing it in. The Dolphins stuck the joint out yesterday. And when you talk a big game, when you talk a lot of trash, like a lot of the Dolphin fans were talking last week, mm -hmm. and they're going to go up there again and kick their ass like they usually do up there in the Meadowlands, and they go up there and put on a performance like we saw yesterday, that was pathetic. I didn't pathetic hear the, would be a compliment. I didn't hear the boys this morning play J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck this morning, too, right? They did? They were kind of quiet. No, oh, they were, were they, kind yeah, of quiet. Yeah, they were very subdued. Yeah, I wonder why. You know, I want to know. I don't, one, know, I don't listen to that show. I want to know one thing. Though. I want to know when Joe Rose is finally going to beat the crap out of Geldy. No, he's going to bring in his uh, brother-in-law to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, sir. I guess I'll see you on Tuesday. Okay. I couldn't make it to the Galeria. I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, sir. Okay. Put me on the list. Okay, hang all on. Right. <laughs> I almost hung up on him. He wants on the list, too. I guess they all want to be on the list. Maybe if you don't want to be on the list, you should tell us, okay? Because for me, that would be getting a little bit carried away, a little bit uppity, don't you think? Uh-huh. Oh, the Dow's down 86, and the NASDAQ is down 51 oh, already. Woo it's going to be a real mean, nasty day there. And they're worried about uh, penis gate. Here's the president had sex and lied about it and tried to cover up an illicit affair with some bimbo who goes on at great length. In fact, the worst that, here it is, sex shrink files on Monica. I got so much stuff today, I may not even have time to talk to these idiots. That's right. Long before she set her sights on Clinton, Monica Lewinsky turned to Dr. Irene Casorla in a bid to tame her passion for older married men. And she goes on at great length about how she can't help herself and she pursues them and stalks them and haunts them, etc. and so on. Poor old Monica that we have to feel so sorry for with that uh, bad dry cleaning bill. With no dry cleaning bill? Q-A-L. Neil Rogers got. When I was a young man, women weren't allowed to show any skin at all. In fact, they were thought to be quite trampy indeed if they showed a man even an inch of their neckline. Well, thank goodness we're finished with that crap. And now, for men like me who have missed out on all those years of voyeuring, we've got the Flesh for Bogies Network. Hey, Grandpa, bet you never seen a woman do this before. Oh, my God, where's my Viagra? This score is too high on my strokeability skill to pass up. It's the network you've been waiting your whole life for. Young babes showing off all their goods to you, the heretofore deprived elderly men of America. Welcome to Talk Dirty TV with Holly, my elderly lover boy. How'd you like to rest your tired old head on this pair of knockers? Yes. Hello? Sir? Are you there? A flesh for Pogies Network will knock your socks off. Or stop your heart. Either way, it's money well spent. Call your local cable company today. 1032 at 560 WQM. We have two open lines in Broward. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Judge tells teen thief to forego sex for two and a half years. Oh! This is one of the great stories I've ever read in my life. Cambridge, Illinois. A judge told a teenager who pleaded guilty to stealing handguns that he must remain celibate for two and a half years unless he gets married. 
Okay, he pleaded guilty to stealing handguns, and the judge is giving him sex, uh, not advice, but orders. Brandon Stevens, 17, was sentenced to 30 months probation, 180 days in jail, and a $2,000 fine. Henry County Judge Clark Barnes said Stevens will not have to serve jail time if he completes treatment at a halfway house and meets conditions that include the celibacy rule. Prosecutor Ted Hamer said the requirement was based on the judge's learning in court that Stevens was sexually active and not because of any sexually related charges. The ACLU said Stevens' sex life is none of the judge's business. How do you like that? Oh. None of you is what they said. Oh. None of your goddamn business, you old pervert. The sex police are alive and well, America. It's not just the president, baby, but even uh, everybody else. We got judges telling you where to stick it and when you can do it and don't do it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil, how you doing today, sir? Okay, sir. Uncle Neil, I about had it. I'm canceling my Miami Herald subscription. I mean, Sunday's article by Dan LeBastard has, has been, I mean, that was the last straw. He had 20 questions with Bobby Bowden. Yeah, I didn't read it. Well, who the hell cares about Bobby Bowden? I mean, but the guy didn't even ask sports questions. Yeah. He asking him, well, what do you think about Clinton? What well, you ought, to quit, you ought to quit reading that column. It's really weak. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. See, when a guy comes out and starts screaming out loud about something as insignificant as Dan LeBastard, then you know he's got no material. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Deal. Yes, sir. I was uh, taking a little trip up to New York this weekend, and I uh, got, got an interesting perspective on the uh, Marlins ordeal from the fans up there. Mm-hmm. The real baseball fans. They, uh, I told them how pissed off you know the fans are in South Florida, how they buy these tickets, and then they show up, and there's a sorry team on the field. Well, these people take it one step further. They think the Marlins have committed a crime against baseball because they think that the Marlins have set a precedent that other teams in the future may follow, and it's going to further ruin the game of baseball. What do you think about that? I don't. I don't think other teams are going to follow it. Yeah, and there are other just... teams that have already done it, like the Pirates. Well, there people are gonna... teams. Though. What? Go ahead. No, people aren't going to do something because Wayne did it. They're going to... See, the, the, the whole thing, it's not just the Marlins. The whole thing has to do with professional sports. I just watched this series on CBC about the National Hockey League and uh, the agents and the uh, players and all the greed that's going on and the fact that a lot of these smaller market uh, teams like Edmonton, uh, Winnipeg already went out, Quebec already went out, and uh, you, you just can't make it. it the, the fans out there continue supporting the idea that these guys are worth 8 and 10 and 12 and 15 and $20 million a year. Where the hell is the money going to come from? And then the fans turn around and start bitching, well, gee, we don't want to spend 80 100 bucks to go to see a game. Well, who the hell do they think is going to pay for the salaries? It's true. True. I, I just, uh, I think uh, with the Marlins this year was a big uh, Well, there's no question. Over, over and above the Call of Duty was one of the most grotesque things that's ever been done. But you know why he was able to do it here? Because nobody cared. Because they let him exactly. do it. There was, there was no exactly. uprising in his town. And you know something? They still averaged about 20,000 people a game. Even with this kind of crap that he put out there in the field, they still averaged 20,000 people a game because the people there are too stupid to make any kind of a statement. Only in Miami. Hey, Dio, listen, I want to get on the uh, list. Okay, Let's hang on. Okay, he's on wherever the hell he is. He's on hold. I mean, there's no point. I mean, that's uh, like crying over yesterday's mashed potatoes. Nobody cared about it seven months ago. Nobody cares about it now. He did it because he was able to do it. He knows where the hell he is. And just like the new arena, like our Mac Arena. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I hope, hoping for the best. And we'll see what happens in that waiver draft today, this afternoon, if they actually do pick up some talent. You know, one of the things that the Panther organization kept screaming was going to happen after last year. Oh, well, we've got to improve our goaltending. It's got to be better. Well, did they improve the goaltending? No. Of course not. 
You mean to tell me that Sean Burke and Captain Jerk, uh, Kirk McLean, that they're better than the Beezer and either uh, uh, Mark uh, Fitzpatrick or Weeks that we had at the time, whoever the hell was here with the Beezer, are they better? No. Of course not. They didn't do that. They got some good young kids out there, but we've been hearing that for years. You know, what your good young kids do in uh, in exhibition games and what they do under the pressure of a real game, that remains to be seen. Right, Joe Thornton? There you go. So that's a good uh, promise again, but uh, he just keeps doing this because the people keep packing the place. We got over 16,000 season tickets because of the excitement of the new arena that we built for him. So he just keeps squeezing every dime out that he can because uh, we're the suckers that keep subsidizing it. We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. Neil, the way you defend Clinton, have you been on your knees in the Oval Office? Oh, still? please, blow it out your ass, okay? The way I defend Clinton and seventy percent of the American public. That's right. And all, I guess all the Americans that defend Clinton must be on their knees. That must be what it's all about. Now, the fact is here that most guys like getting ahead, okay? Most guys uh, like getting their rocks off, including most of the presidents who preceded him. And if that's the most important thing that you can worry about, if that's the greatest indictment and condemnation you can make of him, then he must be doing a pretty goddamn good job. We have an open line on the best of Neil Part 1 and 2 this year. And, of course, this cut is not on there because it doesn't belong to us. It's a Bob and Tom bit. So what's the one that everybody picks out, and uh, even the people that we had show up on Saturday at the uh, borders? Oh, you mean prison bitching on here? It's a... Uh... No. Oh, jeez. It doesn't belong to us. Plus, you've already heard it. 50,275,612,004 times. Five now. But, uh, hey, that's our crowd. Sex shrinks files on Monica. Monica Lewinsky's secret sex files reveal a vulnerable young woman addicted to older married men. This is from the one source of news that never lets us down. The Star, the greatest tabloid, the greatest publication, far way and above better than Time and Newsweek and the Washington Post and New York Times, etc. Star has learned that Monica confided in her longtime therapist, L.A. psychologist to the stars, Dr. Irene Casorla, that there's hardly a guy I can't get when I put my mind to it, including the president. I'm always attracted to the older married one, she revealed, according to sources familiar with her confidential therapy dossier. Dossier. File. Folder. I like the power I have over them once I've got them hooked, she said. Eventually they become addicted to me and I'm addicted to them. A lot of addicting going on. Monica's been undergoing intense therapy for six years to help her beat her obsession. How come we're not hearing about this on the National Nightly News? From the time she left high school in 1992, right through her 18-month affair with President Clinton, she was receiving help from Casorla, initially in person, then by phone. Most of my therapies concentrated on stopping me from being a sexual predator, predator who goes after older, vulnerable married men, guys who are flattered by my attention, revealed Monica, 25. Young guys just don't turn me on, she confided to Dr. Casorla, who was given permission by Lewinsky to break her client therapist privilege. I find young guys stupid, she said. All hands and nasty. I can't stand them. All hands. Wait till you hear this. Monica even admitted that when her lovers found out about her emotional problem and tried to dump her, she would threaten to expose them. Huh. Sources say that Casorla, an expert on relationships and the author of three best-selling books, was deeply alarmed when Monica confessed to her affair with President Clinton in one of their phone therapy sessions. Monica used the name Henrietta when talking about Clinton on the phone. You're heading for disaster. This could wreck both your lives, Casorla warned her patient. You're making the same mistakes you made in the past. 
But Monica refused to heed the warnings and fully expected to be the next Mrs. Clinton. I can do anything with Bill. He's putty in my hand, she boasted. He's sick and tired of Hillary. He thinks she's an old lady and wants to have somebody young and fresh in his life. I could even end up the woman he marries when he leaves office. That's how much he thinks of me, she said. When Casorla asked Monica whether she was deluding herself, Lewinsky told her, I'll never give him up. I want him more than any other man I've ever met. But when Clinton put an end to their fling, Lewinsky was devastated and out for revenge. He tried to get rid of me and broke my heart. I warned him that I couldn't live without him, she told a friend. When Lewinsky was first taken to see Casorla by her mom, Marsha Lewis, the psychologist quickly discovered that Monica exhibited classic symptoms of the stalker. Oh, this poor young girl, this poor young intern, the stalker. You know what I'm saying? Monica was a girl who fell violently in love with school teachers, college professors, with the men she worked for, even with her father's married male friends, something her family tried to hush up, says a family friend. She told me, I can't help myself. I go after them with everything. I give them what they want, what they don't get from their wives. That's why they love me. In her, that's what she was talking about. In her testimony to the grand jury investigating President Clinton, Lewinsky admitted she has a sexual problem. There's work I need to do on myself, she told the jurors, frankly. Just give her a big stogie. Give her an immenso and let her go do some work on herself. That's what I say. How do you like that? Give her a big fat one, baby, and a cigar, too. A stalker who threatens to expose the older men when they try to break it off in the relationship, too. Nice going, sweetheart. Bitch. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Neil, I used to be a huge Dolphin fan. I used to watch them all the time, season ticket holder. Man, these games have gotten abysmal. You can't watch them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're boring as hell, especially this year and last year. Terminal. I mean... There was there was one game yesterday. I'm trying to think if there were any others. I mean, the New England-New uh, Orleans game, that turned out to be a hell of a game thanks to that bonehead play on that punt. But other other than that, I mean, the... Oh, God, just ponderous. I think it has to do all with the, the expansion. I mean... The expansion has watered it down, and the, the action is so slow and ponderous, and they stand around, and you wait. Come on, wind the clock. Let's get that arm <laughs> flailing around there. Let's get something going. Get him up to the line of scrimmage. It's very sad. Hockey's on the same track, though. Huh? Hockey's on the same track also, though. Well, the thank God it's going off, uh, off of Fox after this year. That's true. That's true. Hey, Neil, no, no be... hockey's got Europe. No, you can't. No, sir. Hockey has got Europe and uh, all of the rest of uh, the world to draw from, okay? They got Scandinavian. They got the Russians. That's why what's saving hockey. Okay, we got all three lines in date open as usual, no matter what we're doing or giving away. Makes no difference in Dade County. 567 0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a lady in Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. First time caller. Uh huh. I just wanted to tell you that, yes, I'm calling for the tickets. I'm being honest up front. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to tell you that all women don't hate you. I listen to you every morning. Oh, they with hate my me husband. like poison. Hate me like poison. I don't hate you. All the women out there just I, despise I me. They don't get it. They can't stand it. I'm vulgar. I'm grotesque. I'm they like Jerry Springer with all those uh, <laughs> leaps in there. They like that, but they can't stand me. No, I like you very much. In fact, I tape you at night for my husband because he's on duty, so when he comes home, he can see you. How do you like that? And on top of that, I also want to thank you for sticking up for our president. Well, what's there to stick up? I mean, this is uh, an well, embarrassment. From a woman's point of view, thank you. Okay. Hold on. Thank you. She didn't have anything to say, but after a suck job like that, why not? Okay, Dade County, our last call for Dade County. They were picking up right where we left off last week. I thought maybe they'd have the weekend to kind of mellow out a little bit, maybe get a little uh, uh, good weed there over the weekend, get the fresh supply, something. Same old crap. 
567-0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. God, what a, you know something, what if I didn't have these tickets today? Is that a thought that's too horrible to even conjecture? Seriously, that's a thought that even, even I don't want to think about. The possibility of that. Here's a mobile in Tamarack. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. A um, couple things. Uh, first of all, um, yesterday the game was awfully boring. I actually went to Publix during the third quarter to buy dinner. I mean, they had no offense. None. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. They couldn't do anything with that ball. And then late in the game, they get that one lucky drive, which happens in almost every game. A team that has done nothing all game. The other team goes into that prevent defense to kind of lay back. And they went down and scored one touchdown. Like, that's the claim to fame. If you take that out of the statistics, it was a humiliation. And these people don't want to deal with that. Well, that was one of my excuses. points. It was the referees, you know. Yeah, that was one of my points. I went to the store, bought dinner, came back, and I really didn't miss anything. Also, on Friday, didn't get a chance to call in, uh, but I went to the Thursday night game last week in the new arena. Right. Live in Tamarack, left at 10 after 7, got there by the, the drop of the puck, even right. where the traffic, where the construction is. Mm -hmm. uh, had some real decent club seats with a nice, uh, nice leathery back. Oh, those club seats are great. And uh, just like you had commented on, you get up, you're right at the bathroom. You come up the escalator, you're right at your seat. Right. Not only that, the, usually when you go to a stadium, you feel real constricted, like you can't move around. Go up three rows, four rows, and you can stand behind your section right. and just mingle, watch right. the game. Exactly. Stand up. It is incredible. I don't have season tickets. These I got from work, but it really makes you regret that you don't have them. It, it's, it's absolutely outstanding. And I think they knew ahead of time how weak the team was going to be this year, so I think there was a method to their madness. They, they made it a place where you could mingle and go and buy a lot of the expensive overpriced food and, uh, you know, just wander around during most of the game because that's what we're going to be doing. Right. Well, if worse comes to worse and they really have a bad uh, year this year, they can build another one with maybe some better upgrades. There you go. More yeah, tickets. let's build them another arena. Come on, oh. let's go. we got a lot of land out there. Can I get on the list, sir? Sure, hang on. Okay, 1055 and 560 WQM. Let's see, those daylines, are they still uh, uh -huh. dead as a doornail? Uh -huh. Wow. And we're giving away Neil's prestigious seats right there, right on uh, 101, right almost at center ice for opening night against Tampa Bay and the uh, Panthers. And these people still don't care, do they? No. In Dade County. Bunch of geeks. Oh, well, it's a hockey game. They don't care about that. Okay. 567-0560-60 oh, WQM. We got Hank live from Shula State 2 from 2 to 6. We got the Boogster 6 till 8 o'clock. And then Monday Night Football, the Vikings or the Packers, 8 o'clock tonight. Open line at Broward all of Dade again. 567-0560. Oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a Hollywood. Hello. Yeah, I go back to the old uh, hockey league in the 1950s. You know, the main thing is the politicians, don't they have a responsibility to vote what the constituents want? If 74% of the people say, let's get this thing over and done with, don't they have some... Oh, wait, wait a minute. Why are you doing that to me? Why are you putting Rimmer on the phone again? Don't you remember what he did? I'm already dying here this morning. I'm not Rimmer. What do you want? Good morning. The waiver draft, I was just out uh, exercising this morning. The waiver draft at 11 o'clock this morning. Yeah. And uh, I think there could be quite a bit of activity. Your well, why don't you call back and tell us some information while we get some info, who they well, got. You wanted to know what time the draft was. No, I was. didn't want to know at all what time it was. Some bimbo called up who was sucking around for free tickets. I didn't want to know what time the waiver draft was. If I get the information. I'm you're ready to blow my brains out. And you're, uh, again, this is what you get, how you get repaid for all those meals at Ruth Chris with another terminal call. One day last this week, we actually, we actually had about a 15-minute segment where we had a few people talking oh, to me. Rimmer calls up in the middle of it, and it was like somebody dropped an H-bomb. Even the Japs never scattered like this audience did when you called last week. You know what you need? Oh, you know I what need you a very need for a shot in the arm. What you need for a shot in the arm is a hockey show. 
a preview. Hello? Oh. We need to bring Cherry on. We need to talk about the Panthers in the new arena. Oh. And I don't even this want lunch. man, this crazy, 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 crazy man. <laughs> hey, you want... Hey, we had a you lot must of success be, You must be planning shows. on going on a long diet. We uh, have had a lot of success on those hockey shows. No, we, no, we have not. No, we have not. Absolutely. It's only the people calling and sucking around for free tickets that call those shows. They don't know anything about hockey. When are you going to get with it, Rimmer? Hey. When are you going to wake up and sniff the daffodils? You said it yourself this morning. By the way, how come Ray Whitney had his uh, T-shirt hey. on yesterday? Well, it was good seeing Billy Lindsay naked there yesterday. You but how come we had Ray Whitney there with morning. a T-shirt on? If the Panthers... Next time you do one of those shows in the locker room, have Ray take his clothes off. That's what the uh, public wants to see. Will you listen? Uh, you know, when you 000. listen, I'm giving you the important stuff. I don't care about that. Well, I do. Well, and so do all the other fans. They want to see. No, the difference between you and me is I know how to do a goddamn show. You know how to put the audience into a coma. Oh, and even I can't break. get these people awake. Give me a break. I can't wake these bastards up. I'm giving away my goddamn tickets for Friday. I still can't get a call in Dade County. How do you like that? I'm out, I'm, I'm out of business. I'm out of business over here. A hockey show would be the finishing blow. <laughs> the finishing. You must be waiting in the woodwork to take over this time slot. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what you're doing. <laughs> Go I'm trying to give you a shot hand again. He'll make another deal with you, okay? I go I, shake his hand. Who? Greg Reed. No, listen. He'll make another deal and put you on the air for fifty bucks a week. Not a question of if; it's a yeah, matter it's a of question when. of when this call's going to end. Right? Call me back when we get some information and Hockey tell show. and tell him to get a goaltender, please. Hockey show. Get out of here. Whew. One thing we can say about those hockey shows with Rimmer—they stunk. We have two open lines in Dade. Is there any? What, what is the story the last uh, two or three weeks? I mean, we were having a problem there for about, what, the last nine months since I've been on this station? But now, the last couple of weeks, Dade County is like totally, it's like they're in war with us now. In Kendall, in Miami, in Coconut Grove, in uh, where, where, South Miami, all over Dade County, they're at war with this show. They got nothing to say about anything. They don't want no tickets. They don't care about Monica. They don't care about the goddamn Pope. They don't care about the Dolphins. They don't care about anything. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. This is unbelievable. And like I said a little while ago, if I didn't want giving my tickets away today, I'd already be halfway home. I'd already be on the road going home, guaranteed. And then this crazy man calls up here. Oh, got to do another hockey show. I got news for you. The chances of my ever doing another hockey show on a scale of minus infinity. You're out of your mind, Rimmer. You're a killer. A hockey show to talk to the ten hockey fans we got out there, nine of whom are on the line foaming at the mouth waiting for free tickets. That's the only reason we ever got calls on those shows. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, just want to say a couple of things. One, I am a Jet fan. And well, congratulations, sir. Great job. Thank you very much. Not Absolutely. that they were that great, but the Dolphins stunk. After listening to all the Dolphin fans boast about how they're going to kick our butt this weekend, I'm just glad I can finally brush that off. Instead, now I, can, I get to listen to him bitch and moan. Yeah. Um, and then Belly can whine and make excuses about how the officials stole the game from them as if they had any offense. It was the officials, were the officials out there playing defense for the Jets? I don't think so. No, I think there are bad calls on both sides of the ball. But right. Regardless, you know, a game is a game. Don't take it so seriously, but don't always talk down about everybody. It's really rude. Yeah, but that's typical of the Dolphin fans, though. Um, talk a big game. They, you know, they, they win two or three games. This goes on every year. It happens every single season. They win the first two or three games. Then they start talking trash. They start talking Super Bowl. And then they start coming back to earth after you realize that they basically beat nobody anyway. 
Well, I went to the game last year. I'll never go to another Dolphin game. They're absolute morons. They get drunk out of their mind. They don't know what they're doing. They well, start thank God the Jet crazy. fans don't do that. Anyway, before I go, I have one, I have one request, if I yeah. may. Uh, could you please play Cowboy Dick? Okay. And can and, I get on the list? Okay, hold on. Yeah, thank God that the Jet fans don't do that. They don't. Uh, they just throw snowballs. They throw ice balls and try to kill guys. Was that the uh, Jets or the, uh, well, whoever the hell it was? It was in New York. Here's a mobile in Oakland Park. Hello. Hello. You know, you, you need to let somebody have these tickets after hearing Rim. Oh, can, you, can you believe that? Oh, you just, do you know the, the torture that you just put us through? Actually, you, no, it wasn't calls you. calls he's made to this show in the last week, and you know something I can honestly say about both of those calls? They stunk. Oh, my God. I thought he had some news for us. You know, I don't mind if he calls with some news because the organization itself doesn't give us any info, and we're sure not going to get any from over on Sheridan Street. They're not going to tell us what the hell's going on. So I thought no. maybe he had some news on a, a waiver draft today. Instead, he's telling me what time it is, which is right now. Now, aren't you supposed to have some kind of talent in order for them to, for, you know, to get compensation for what they pay? No. Oh. Can I have a job? Yeah, any time. You're hired. <laughs> You've heard the uh, punks we got on this station. You already sound better than most of them. I just also want to tell you, I'm so happy that the Dolphins lost because they're, they stopped their <laughs> juking and their jiving yeah. and their big mouths. And people come How about up that big running game, huh? Oh, do they got a running game? Do they have one? No. Not in the least. Coming up with those big stupid names for the defensive line. Like, come on, yeah. get with it, people. It's, uh, it's, but other it's, than that, uh, I love what you're doing, Neil. Keep it up, and uh, you take care. Have a great year. And back to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a ugly year because there's so many ugly teams, so many bad teams. They swill that I saw yesterday. And, again, of course, San Francisco winding up losing to Buffalo, the 49ers with 65,000 yards in penalties. And then Buffalo nearly blowing a 23 nothing lead. But uh, that's what you got, Rev. That's what you wanted, I guess. You wanted parity. You wanted all the teams to be crap except Denver. And look who the hell they were playing anyway. Well, can, can you answer me one thing? What is that loud, unbelievable noise? Tree Trevor. Or blower or something like that. This, this place is unbelievable. I mean, those people in the condos across the way, which is several, maybe, maybe 100 yards from here, if those people, you can smell it in here, and believe me, it's not very appetizing either. We got walls like paper in this joint, like paper mache. Where are we going? Here's a Hope Sound. Hello? Neil, God. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Yeah, what a, what a class act before that, huh? What, Rimmer? <laughs> oh. They stunk. Hey, uh, I heard a comment earlier. You know something? About if, the... I, if I was stupid enough to let him do it, he would destroy my career, that man. He would put me out of business. Got to do a hockey show. To, to who? Who the hell would be talking to? There's nobody who wants to talk hockey. Yeah, they couldn't already... care less about it. They know nothing about it. He's ruined his career. He's trying to kill everybody else. Right, exactly. He can't get on the air, so he's trying to siphon off of this show. Yeah, I like that comment. Someone said Jimmy Johnson looked like a bowling ball with hair. I love, no, a bowling ball with arms. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's just And good. bad hair. Uh, hey, what, uh, I was uh, up in uh, Toronto recently. Yeah. That's a that's a great area. Yes, it is. Yeah, it was up in the area called the Beaches up there along the lakefront. But uh, I'm going to be going back. Any suggestions? Any suggestions for what? Ah, having a good time up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walk out on Young Street or Church Street. You'll have a good time. Hey, better than Miami. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't been a hockey fan. I haven't been to a game. I'd love an opportunity. Okay, hold on. I'm putting everybody on the list, okay? If that's what it takes today, because I can see we're picking up. Oh, boy, we got momentum in this place. No. We got the Center One promotion, which we're working feverishly to try to make that a big success this year to make up for last year when Greg Reed and uh, everybody around here screwed us big time. 
And in the meantime, uh, where it's, it's kind of like promotion in a closet. That's the way I feel. And in fact, I feel like the whole uh, this whole place is like it's like radio station in a closet. The studio is like in a broom closet. The TV show is definitely in the closet. And that's going out soon anyway, so don't worry about that. Every day we get another story on that thing, you know. And do they ever talk to me at all? No. Maddie and Vicky and Sticky. You know? No. Well, they send a lackey. They send uh, Rob Jr. over here. They send a and he bada bee bada boop and he talks a different story every day. Every time I see him, he gives me a different story. Oh, it's going off. Well, it's going in hiatus. It might come back as an hour. It might never come back. It's uh, coming back, right? So is George Washington. He's coming back. One th I'll tell you one good thing about that TV show. They sure have given us a real good uh, shot at it. You know yeah, they really uh, did justice to this show. And they sure have helped the hell out of these uh, <laughs> this audience here. In fact, the, more, the longer the TV show is on, every day the uh, radio audience is dwindling. They take one look at that asshole with a yarmulke on TV. Oh, my God, we're not listening to that anymore. They're running away from this joint. And I don't blame them. Going to be trimming these effing trees out here. I don't care one. where he is. It, it's it, it's like All every, day long, I'm every sure. day now we got something new. If they're not hammering and drilling upstairs, which we don't mind so much because at least we know they're building the new studios. But but every day we got sirens, we got drilling, and we, it sounds like the guy's inside the building. If you could be sitting in here and here, well, it must be, if he's over there, it must be that loud Voice in there. Loud, sure. Would you stop trimming the goddamn trees? We're trying to do an effing radio show, you jackass. Oh, he can't hear me. It's 11 after 11. Yeah, let's get Chico Mackey and Dennis Hall on the phone. There you go. Oh! And Chico Resch. Oh! Oh. He's a killer, I'm telling you, man. You think O.J. was bad. Here's Miami. Hello. God, Neil. O.J. only killed two people. This guy's killing my whole audience. <laughs> He's a trip. He is. Um, Him and Linda. The Jets looked really good yesterday, but Jet fans still suck. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Okay. Most uh, of them. There was something I caught on the game while I was now, watching. Now, let me ask you, was, was it the Jet fans or the Giants fans that were throwing the snowballs in the Charger game a couple years ago and hitting guys in the head? Remember that? I remember the incident. Yeah, I was living up there. I actually think it was Giant fans. Yeah, but, I think it was. But it was a real... Right. I mean, I remember Jet fans at halftime used to love to gather on the spiral the spiral thing that they drive the trucks on, the, the stairway. They used to just like, like to lean over and spit on people. <laughs> That's classy. That's what I remember them There you for. go. But I caught something on the game while I was watching it. You know, I don't know if you caught it. Um, yeah. I kept listening to the game, and all of a sudden I heard a voice go, Neil? And I was waiting to hear God after it, but what it went was, Neil, did you have your chunky soup? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a great spot. You know, how come Reggie White ain't out there no more, huh? <laughs> but that's a that's a. a I bit... thought that was poetic justice. They replaced uh, Reggie White with Neil, God. on those chunky soup spots. Absolutely. That's That was cute. Absolutely. You got to get that for the uh, for the website or something. That clip, right? I'd love to get on the list, but can I say something first? Yes, sir. Tim and Karen, you're both hockey loving douchebags. Okay, how about uh, now? Let me ask you this. Uh, let me have you vote. You want any uh, hockey shows with Rimmer? No. Okay, hold on. <laughs> no. When he said that, I mean, it wasn't bad enough that he called. I mean, I'm having another uh, you know death defying day here again. The uh, what? The fifth in a row. But when he called, and I thought for sure he must have some news, some information. We just we just made a deal. We got Pavel Bure from the Vancouver Canucks. We got Trevor Linden from the Islanders. We got the, we made the Felix Potvin deal with the Leafs. We did something. Did he have anything to enlighten us or elucidate? No. I mean, when something happens, please call us back and let me know, because I'm in the dark here. We have no idea what's going on. 
But other than that, just calling to uh, talk about doing a hockey show, is there one person in this audience that would ever like to hear another one of those Rimmer hockey shows on this program? No. Okay, thank you. In fact, I'll tell you what they would. They would even rather hear than hear another one of those hockey shows. You rush to the goddamn phone. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Our poll question today: Any more hockey shows with Rimmer? No. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? Watching yesterday's Dolphin game, the main reason I think the Dolphins lost is just because Bill Purcell, Bill Purcell's our coach, Jimmy Johnson. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. They're well more prepared than us. They they were ready for the swing passes. Their cornerbacks got in their faces. They're just they were just more prepared. I mm-hmm. think he did a good job. I mean, when Vinny Testy Birdie makes you look bad, then you know you got a uh, you got a real right? problem. They're they're in a lot of trouble. I thought they would, they would be okay, but after seeing yesterday's game, they have no chance. I agree with you. I mean, they, their defense in the first three games played spectacular, mm-hmm. and their defense is just pretty good. But offensively, man, they suck. This is yeah, not a team that's going to... do that back when, when, when you're on the field for half the game. That's right. When you, you keep giving the ball back, that's it. right. You got it. All right, Neil. Have a nice day. And back to you. Well, there's a guy that's honest about it. The Dolphins stunk yesterday. In fact, isn't that what Rummer said just before I finally cut him off? I said, how'd you like that Dolphin game yesterday? He said, they stunk. We have an open line in Dave. Yeah, that's right. And he, Wayne owns that. said, butch it up real good there, Rimmer. Wayne owns the Dolphins, too, but he don't mind. He told her right the way it was. They stunk. How did those Panthers do last year? They stunk. There you go. How they do in Tampa Saturday night when they blew that 3 nothing lead? They stunk. See, now we're butching him up a little bit. We have an open line in Dave. 5670560 and pound 560. How about those Marlins this season? They stunk. Yeah, there you go. Woo! He's really butching up big time. How about Wayne and his buddies? They stunk. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You suck. Okay, and... thank you so much. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward. This guy waited on his mobile phone for like uh, 15 minutes to uh, blurt it out. Yeah, I do. And what about it? Are you jealous? Probably is. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, I think you guys need to give the Dolphins more credit. They are a bunch of crap assholes, but anyway... They're playing their ass off. Yeah, okay, great. We have an open line in uh, Broward, one and day, two and day, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Key West. Hello. There was a typical uh, sport, South Florida sports fan. Yes, sir. I'm the uh, Yom Kippur chicken boy. Yeah. I'm calling uh, from the uh, den of uh, mouth breathers and trailer trash in the Keys. Mm-hmm. One thing I have to say, being away and being down. Don't start here. singing any Jimmy Buffett songs so you hear a dial tone real fast. No, oh, I don't care about that. Um, I've been really glad not to watch any of the news about the Clinton scandal for the time that I've been here. It's been so pleasurable. Yeah. And I'm so glad not to hear about it. Well, the Dow is down 138 points, and the NASDAQ is down about 75 million so far today. And meanwhile, they got this House Judiciary Committee debate going on here, and they're all pop, 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 pop. It's all strictly political. It's all a bunch of bullcrap. And this is what the whole government now is tied up with. In the meantime, uh, the world is we're into a world depression. Yeah, but but they the, can't be bothered with that. Yeah, the hilarious thing about it is, I, I heard, I think, uh, I heard one of those uh, talking heads say that, well, uh, you know, we want to do what's best for the American people. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And then that little Ross Piro, he's uh, they dragged him out of the closet again, and he's on there talking just absolute garbage. Clinton's on cocaine, he's doing drugs, he's going to start wars over this to divert the attention of the public. This little guy, he ought to be he ought to be uh, taken and put on death row with Larry King, the two of them together. They ought to find a twin seater for the two of them and uh, give him the juice. In fact, hilarious. a triple seater, put the juice right in between the two of them. Yeah, but he's hilarious. That's the reason why. People... Maybe just put Ross Piro in the juice's lap. 
and right. let him laugh. Just okay. lick him. There you go. Thanks a lot, Chuck. How's Chuck Meyer doing? Anybody hear about uh, Chuck? No. How's that morning show doing in Cleveland? No. Okay, let's move right along. Okay, I'm still trying to recover from that rumor phone call. That, I, I can't believe it. I think the two of you are conspiring. I think there's a bloodless coup, just like the Republicans are trying to take over the whole goddamn government. I think George and Rimmer are working together, conspiring to take over the whole goddamn show. That's right. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil? God. Yes, sir. Hello? Speak to me, yes. Yeah, um, I think this uh, Monica Winsky BS is just great for the nation. Because it's going to show that what idiots they have in Washington to the whole world. Okay, thank you. We have an open line on Dade 1 in Broward, 567-0560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Our center one total is, uh, well, we don't know what the total is, 13350 But that, of course, includes the ten grand I put in to kick it off. Is there any reason why you mention that a lot? Uh -huh. I'm sure there is. Because then I try to, like, inspire other people to get with the program. That's the idea. So we did 2240 bucks downstairs at Border Saturday, 1100 bucks on the old stuff and the T-shirts upstairs. So that's not too bad, 3350 or thereabouts, whatever you just said. Not great, but the real key will be, which we're not going to find out till next Monday, I find out now, because there hasn't been a system put in place to find out what the other borders, all the other seven stores that we're doing. And, of course, tomorrow night at Pizza Loft, are we going to have a magnificent turnout tomorrow night uh -huh. between 6 and 8 o'clock at the Pizza Loft, uh -huh. 3514 South University Drive in Davie, uh -huh. where the food is great and we always have a great time? Uh -huh. We've damn well better, or I'm really going to be psychotic. I'm going to do something rash, like uh, come in on Wednesday if we don't have a great turnout tomorrow. Man. These people are getting nervier. They get tougher and tougher. You gotta poke them. You gotta prod them. You gotta stick them in the. Wreck them. You gotta do everything in their power because they're get, they're dying over here. Just like this uh, bit I just played. They're wrinkling up like a goddamn prune. A lot more surface though. Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, I got a, I got a question about the new Broward Arena, man. Yes. What the hell's up with that place? I'm a season ticket holder for the, uh, well, what the do Panthers. You mean, what, what do you mean? What the hell is up with that place? What does that mean? Oh, I went over there to the uh, the Bruins game. Preseason, mm -hmm. and my seat was busted. I talked to about ten other people that night. The same thing happened to them. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, ten other people. Their seat was busted. Are you talking about the ones who are sitting behind the goal, where those uh, that have the portable seats? Yeah. Yeah. Well, going I guess on? you're out of luck. Okay, we have an open line in Dade, five six seven oh five sixty. See, if you would have been a big shot like me, you would have gone over there, talked to Steve Dangerfield. They would have taken good care of you. And you'd have been winding up sitting in 101 right on the aisle there, so you don't have to worry about those tiny little narrow seats that everybody else is going to get pinched and uh, get a squeezed before the year is out. You'd be sitting out there just in real nice comfort and luxury, hanging right out of the aisle there with like, lots of leg room and having a good time. So I guess you lose, pal. We can't all win in a new arena. Not everybody can sit in a great seat, no matter what arena it is. But they got to do something about those goal lights, I'm telling you. In fact, what the hell they hit on an old, uh, they were showing a playoff game, the Flyers and the Sabres on class. Spitting lights that go around in the whole, you know, like a big thing, like a big deal. Even donated to buy the goddamn lights. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Uh, two comments, one on the Dolphin game and one on uh, Henry and the Marlins. Uh, these, these guys that are on in the morning, they're such homers. I argued with them all last week. Miami had no shot in the Jet game. I went so far as to say... Well, how do you know they had no shot? I mean, how could, that, that's a ridiculous statement. How could well, you know that? Well, I'll tell Based you Based on the I, way the two teams had played up until yesterday, how could anybody say they had no shot? Well, I'm going to tell you why, uh, why I felt that way and what I did about it. I felt that uh, based on the uh, quality of teams that they had played in their first three games, mm -hmm. and they showed zero offense, 
And they also showed uh, played three teams that had had zero offense. Yeah. And I just figured that the Dolphins were going to be lucky if they scored ten points in the game. Well, and they I didn't. Even, I even went, went so fast. I mean, they could have scored ten points except for that brilliant play that Jimmy Johnson called, going for the two pointer there on the direct snap to Olindo uh, Mari. Right. Not only, did, not only did I bet the game, I made five separate dinner bets for four with five of my friends that if the Jets scored seventeen points in the game, that they cover the spread. Right. Now, uh, Mr. Henry, I think uh, Mr. Heisinger better get real serious and uh, do something with Mr. Henry before, because of the volatility. Uh, validity of the, uh, the, the volatile, how volatile the heads are. Yeah. Uh, he better do something. Are you sure? Okay, treat Mr. Henry well is what he said. Is he talking about Phil Henry? Are you? Yeah, positive. Hey, listen, all that money you won from your friends on a game yesterday, go out and buy some teeth. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Hey, it's America. Don't express these people to be able to express, the, expect, express, whatever I said. They can't speak. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Listen, I was wondering, um, you know, I was hearing a good interview with uh, uh, last night, and I was wondering why you never do anything important like Art Bell. Oh, yeah, Art Bell. Don't talk about space cadets, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I'm glad you enjoyed the Art Bell show here. Maybe you can uh, put up the maybe you can put up the bond to get him out of jail next time he puts one of those bogus people on and scares the whole uh, damn world. Hey, there's our buddy Sal Falcone with our Soleil Water. Thank you, Sal. Great. Oh, look at that. Sal is uh, going incognito. He's growing a beard and a mustache. They must, the boys must be after him. Okay, we have two open lines in Dade. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Hallandale. Hello. Mobile in Hallandale. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Okay. I'd like to talk to you about that new arena. Thanks, Sal. Yes. That new arena, we sat up there Saturday night uh, for the Dion show. Right. And we sat in a mezzanine. We needed oxygen tanks. It was so high up. You couldn't see from up there. The acoustics were bad. Well, you know, it's interesting because I wasn't there at either Celine Dion or Elton John, but I read in the newspapers, both papers over the weekend, every article that said the acoustics were great and it was very comfortable and everybody had a good time. So go rotten Hallandale, okay? Boy. Get out of here. Complaints, complaints, complaints. All these people know how to do is bitch and bellyache. That's their whole deal. Why can't you be more positive like, uh, like me? <laughs> Jesus. Bellyache and bitch and moan and groan. I mean, I don't know. The newspapers don't have any ass to grind. They get their press passes. But I read all kinds of articles about the Celine Dion concert and the Elton John concert. Said everybody with the acoustics were sensational. The place was great. It was palatial. People had a wonderful time. They loved the new arena. And what do we get? We get the, the sourpuss. That's what we get. We get the grizzled old fart. The wrinkled up old fart from Hallandale. And you know something? That'll teach you to go see Celine Dion anyway, you know? Oh! There you go. Payback is a bitch. I wonder if they paid her in loonies or toonies. We have an open line in Dade. South Florida, if we got any visitors down here, if we have any of the people visiting coming down for the season because it's dark cooling off a little bit up north, welcome back to a real miserable, hostile, nasty place where they all hate you, they hate each other, they hate themselves. They hate everything down here. Oh! At least they're consistent. Boy. 22 something you won't hate, and that's Ben and Jerry. But taste. I mean, if you want to go out there and eat plain vanilla ice cream, one of those off brands, or if you want to eat the stuff that comes in those big tubs, which I don't want to mention uh, the name on here, you can go ahead and eat that crap. That means you got no taste. But if you love great ice cream, AM. Lick it and stick it. Coming to Lickelodeon this fall, Ellen DeGeneres, Katie Lang, and Melissa Etheridge in 
Rug Muncher. Janet Reno says... It was better than a magic carpet ride. Marv Albert loves it. Can it pull the rug out from underneath me? Yes! Watch as these three munchers are just shagging on the boulevard. Only on Lick at Night. 17 till noon at 560 WQM. We got the Hank Goldberg Show from Shula Steak 2 at 2. We got uh, Boogster is on from 6 to 8 o'clock tonight. And we got uh, what? We got NFL football. Monday night football tonight. Minnesota and Green Bay. And boy, they're lucky there's no baseball game. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Um, I don't know if uh, you heard about it yet, but have you heard about uh, Larry Flint's offer? No. You haven't heard about that? Let me Larry say it again. Flint... No. Okay. Well, let me tell you. Larry Flint is offering $1 million to anybody that's had an affair with a congressman or a senator. Oh, is he the one I saw? I saw about the ad. Yes, yeah, they were showing the ad in the paper. I didn't know that he put it in. Oh, yeah. Larry Flint. So, uh, 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 the house of, uh, the Capitol is one big glass house today, I think. Okay. Thanks for the good news. Yeah, Larry is uh, wheeling and dealing, mostly wheeling. We have an open line of day, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Can you imagine a million bucks? There isn't going to be one of those damn bastards left at uh, another week or two. They'll be crawling out of the woodwork. They'll be crawling out of the goddamn uh, sewer, out of dumpsters. Oh, yeah, we did him back in the... Yeah, right. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if old Henry starts hiding again soon. Here's Aventura. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, I love your show, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, listen, I was listening to your show last Wednesday on Yom Kippur. Yeah. And I got to tell Oy. you, you had me laughing all day. I was working. I'm Jewish myself. And, um, I ate, I drank, I did everything. I wanted to know if you saw anybody with a chicken on your head, in their head. Oh, yeah, I saw 17 old Jews in Hallandale with chickens on their head. Really? It wasn't for Yom Kippur. They were running out of uh, pumpernicks. They were stealing them, yeah. What do you mean by that, by that expression, by that saying, by a chicken? By what expression? By saying you saw them with a chicken on your head, do you mean like a beanie, a yarmulke? No, chickens, like real live chickens. The old Orthodox believe that if you put a chicken on your head on Yom Kippur, that your sins will uh, drain out of your body into the chicken. Don't you think it's crazy that people will starve themselves and go through all that BS, going and sitting in temple with the old farts, re, uh, blowing that stupid chauffeur and all that uh -huh, crap? Uh -huh. Yeah, the chauffeur likes it, though. And have a great day, sir. We have an open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560. On the AT&T wireless line. Maybe that's where we like kind of lost contact with the audience. Maybe it's maybe between George Rip and religion there, which I think is very blasphemous, and then me attacking at the crap that barbaric, archaic garbage on Yom Kippur. You know what? Too bad. Do we care? No. Of course not. Speaking of that, that's a great uh, segue. Cardinal's beatification draws fire. Throughout his papacy, Pope John Paul II has spoken earnestly of a Roman Catholic Church's desire to improve its relationship with the Jewish world Oy. and to begin a reconciliation with the Eastern Orthodox churches. But this week, he's making a controversial pilgrimage to Croatia that threatens to damage both of those causes. Today, in the shrine village of Marija Bistrica, the Pope is to celebrate Mass to beautify, this is yesterday, to beatify Cardinal Elzuzi Zizia Stepanak. A man closely identified, well, how the hell would you pronounce it? A-L-O-J-Z-I-J-E. Those Slavs, Slavs. A man closely identified with the pro-Nazi puppet regime in Croatia that murdered hundreds of thousands of Serbs and Jews. How do you like that? Oh! In the Catholic Church, beatification is the first step towards sainthood. The Pope has described Stepanak as the bulwark of the Church among the Croats who resisted the yoke of communism in the name of human rights and Christian dignity. 
After World War II, Stepanak, a Archbishop of Zagreb, became internationally known as a vehement opponent of Tito's communist regime in Yugoslavia, which in 1946 put him on trial and convicted him of treason and collaboration. He spent five years in prison and the rest of his life under house arrest in the small village of Krasak, his birthplace, and died in 1960. Much beloved by Catholic quotes for his simple piety, he also became an enduring symbol of Croatian nationalism that was revived during the violent breakup of Yugoslavia in the early 1990s. But it is Stepanak's record during the Nazi era that troubles Jewish organizations and the Orthodox Church. Historians say Stepanak openly celebrated the pro-Nazi uh, Ustashe regime that came to power in Croatia in 1941 and made little protest while Ustashe murdered 30,000 Jews and perhaps 350,000 Serbs with a ferocity that startled even the Nazis. Even the Nazis were saying, Oh my God. Jesus. In Croatia, you could draw a straight line between the behavior of the government and the influence of the church, said Rabbi Abraham Cooper, assistant dean of Simon Wiesenthal Center in Los Angeles, an organization that documents the activities of Nazi war criminals and their collaborators. So once again, the church is uh, celebrating, and they're going to make him a saint sooner or later, probably sooner, because they never met a Nazi they didn't like. Oh! We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Football is mediocre at best this season. Yeah. It is just boring, terrible to watch. I'm embarrassed for it. And this whole impeachment process thing, uh, there is a website where it's called Move On. It's www.moveon.org, and you can put in your opinions on let's just get this thing over with, send for the president, and move on, because the rest of the world... Is looking at us like a bunch of buffoons. Yeah, and... well, they're not going to move on because the Republicans, in, uh, you know, they got the majority, and they're going to keep uh, banging on this and banging on it. Now they're looking for other things. They're kind of like looking around. They're going on a little fishing expedition and dragging it out as long as they can for fun and political gain, it which I think totally... it might blow up in their face if anybody was smart. It, it, it's totally ridiculous. How can we put a stop to it? I you guess can. you can't. Can't put a stop to it, sir. Thanks, Neil. Okay, and have Bye. a great day. We have an open line of day one in Broward, 5670560. Can we put a stop to it? No. I don't think so. And pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Neil. You know, I came down here from New York because I was tired of seeing the Dolphins up there amongst all the Jet fans. I came down here and I saw that debacle yesterday. How yeah. pathetic. How absolutely pathetic. But on to a better subject. Where have you been? Why don't you come to New York? There's nobody up there like you. You talk about everything. You give an honest answer. We love you. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Where have I been? Well, what does that mean? Do you know what that means? Where have I been? In the wrong place for like the last 22 and a half years. I'm becoming more sure of that as each moment goes by. We have two open lines. They're both in Broward. How do you like that? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Bonita Springs. Hello. Hey, Dale, how you doing? Okay. You know, Thank you. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward, one in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty in Pound Five. He said basically he said they don't give a uh, crap is what he said. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, I heard the funniest thing last night from Joe Seisman. Yeah. I was watching the game and I know he didn't realize what he was saying, but you know how they always show on the replay and he does his commentary, he says I want you to watch this big lineman. When he gets his big rear around, he opens up a big hole so the running back can run right up into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, rectum. Can, yeah, so he can run right up into his rectum, I swear. It was, it was hilarious. 
Yeah, I guess you had to be. You had to be there. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay, you. thanks for the good news. Crap. We have an open line in Broward, two of them, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's do a hockey show. Come on. Yes. Let's take a pull on yes. it. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Mobile in Boca. Oh, I just heard take a breath. But it must have been their last one. Let's have a party now. Oh. Okay, down to our last two calls of the day. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, I just wanted to tell you, I was talking to a friend of mine who just got back from Germany. She was um, over there for a couple months, and uh, she was saying how all the Europeans are laughing on this about this Clinton thing, mm -hmm. that the... Um, knew that the uh, the old chancellor um, Cole in in Germany had old literally chancellor made the statement. Yeah. yeah, that that he um, he's been married by the way three times, mm -hmm. and he literally made the statement that it made him want to vomit the way that the Republicans are going after Clinton. Yeah, and um, the new one I can't remember his name it was just the chancellor's just elected has been married four times, and also the um, Prime Minister of France made the comment that this is nothing more than um, electronic lynching. Mm -hmm. And she said that just, just in general, the Europeans just think it's a big joke. The whole rest of the world is laughing at this country. They're laughing and they're crying because we've got these unbelievable international problems, both uh, the, uh, both financial problems and also we've got wars all over the goddamn world going on. And uh, this, they're sitting right here now. And, bada -beep, bada -boom, and all they're doing is repeating the same old tired crap over and over again. They've had a chance to read these same 50,000 pages five million times already. They're not going to find out one more thing that we don't already know. And they're withholding most of the stuff about Starr and his involvement with Paula Jones lawyers and uh, what a lying bitch Linda Tripp is and uh, Lucianne Goldberg and Monica Lewinsky and uh, the media have making the sides are it's, it's a circus exactly. it's a media circus exactly and and uh, um, oh there's one other thing I wanted to mention about that that um, they were talking about you know what a joke it is oh and, and then and then Republicans try to come up and, t and say that he has no credibility now with the rest of the world well the, you know you heard recently that the United Nations gave him a right. standing okay, well, listen, have a great day okay we have two open lines in Dade. She's making a campaign speech. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did you see Barbara Walters with the little girl that they uh, take out in the stadium that's in a coma? No. You missed that. They checked their uh, house that, for... Is that at Holy Cross? <laughs> I don't know, but they checked their house for oil. Yeah. Drips. And they found out it's olive oil. She's not a vegetable. She's a salad. All right. It's, they're dripping olive oil. All right. I Beautiful. I bet you Popeye will be over in no time. Thanks for the good news. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward, two in Dade. We're, like, basically out of business here. It's not even noon yet. We're not going to do the drawing for those tickets to 145. But even that has no interest to these people because this is South Florida, baby. You don't expect too much here, do you? No. Good, because that's what you'll get. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Fort Lauderdale. Okay, that was it. Boy, they beat me to the punch. Look at that. We had two, and then they both disappeared right at the same time. Okay, you play that while I get my music. Do you like boobs a lot? Nah, get you that off. That? Why do you like Get it off. That was so depressing. That's an old tragic. The uh, Fugs did that thing, and they were the, uh, did the original. Our copy's so old. I, what? Wanted, I thought, oh, look, I can update our copy. I can get a nice, fresh, clean. That's garbage, man. I wouldn't play that on, uh, on Kane Station. Jesus. Remember, I told you today was the day we were changing the format. All music radio, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I mean, we do sports 20 other hours. How about music four days, uh, four hours a day? Sounds good to me. 
We have an open line in Broward, all three lines in date. Are we going to play the game today or what? No. It's up to you now in these next uh, couple of minutes during this break, and maybe, no, probably not. All of a sudden, I went away on vacation. Saturday over there in Fort Lauderdale by the Galleria, was there hardly anybody there? No. Hey, I mean, it's a good thing Joe didn't bother showing up over there. He knew. He must have had psychic vibrations. Is he going to show up over there? No. Why waste the time to televise us sitting around there uh, talking to each other, eating those peanut butter cookies, which were pretty good, and I ate about eight. Huh? Don't have to, don't be having no more cookies, okay, at any of our appearances, please. You're killing me with that. Dade County, we got 200 open lines in Dade, 5670560, oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Unbelievable. It's 11 gets no. for opening night, the regular season, Tampa Bay and uh, the Panthers Friday night? No. Okay, sorry, sorry I asked. All the more proof we ought to be doing a hockey show. Yeah, there you go, Rimmer. Now, the waiver draft, he said, started at 11 o'clock this morning. Do we have any information, any news on what happened and who picked what no. so far? No. Did the Panthers get anybody? No. Did they uh, have anybody drafted that they're trying to get rid of Kirk uh, Muller and Terry Karkner and uh, Jeff Norton? Did they get, uh, do we know? No. Of course not. See, when it actually comes to concrete information, getting something that we can pass along to the listening audience, to the ten people out there who might give a crap about it, do we get it? No. All I get is a lecture on how we ought to do a hockey show and have Don Cherry on again with his white suit and his red tie. I mean, I love Don Cherry, but uh, what's, what's left to say? All you kids out there. There you go. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, I was just out in uh, California last week, and I want to, want to let you know that I met the director of what I believe is your favorite movie. Yeah. With the uh, Coppola estate, the, uh, the liner out there. Pretty nice guy, too. Huh. Of, all, of all things we're talking about, you know, I started trying to get him to talk about his movies or whatever. He's got his, his Academy Awards and everything else inside the actual uh, winery there. And I started trying to talk about the movie, and he's like, did you hear that McGuire hit his 70th today? Mm-hmm. So even he was caught up in the whole baseball craze or whatever. And I think, in fact, you were just talking about home runs being uh, being up or whatever the case may be because the Haitians are sewing the ball tight. tight. They're them real tight, yeah, and the baseballs too. Right. Well, I think actually home runs are down last year. Uh, it might be something you're looking into. So you might have to uh, gear yourself more to the Haitian community so they can start winding them up even tighter for next year. Yeah, okay. Have a good day, Neil. Okay, thanks for the good news. Okay, down to two calls again. Two open lines to Dave, two in Broward. 5670560, oh, pop 560 on the mobile one line. Any interest? Any interest? No. Anybody out there? No. Alive? No. Awake? No. Alert? No. Anybody actually enjoy the show? No. Anybody want the free ticket? No. Okay. This is the new format. Now, a little bit of music, maybe a call every quarter hour, every 20 minutes. A little bit of music again. I like this. Very painless. 1208 at 5 speed. QAM. You call that a consultant? Inside my company car, I got the thinkers and tax and eating out of my hand. I'm gonna make it you a radio star. Okay. I'm Walter Saber, baby. I can do anything I wanna do. I'm your consultant woman, and I'm gonna be consulting you. I'm giving that phone on a crap show. Got a formula. I got the. 
the power to mold and control14 at 560 WQAM. So we got our uh, big thing at Pizza Loft tomorrow night. Anybody going to have a big thing at Pizza Loft? Uh-huh. And uh, 6 to 8 o'clock tomorrow night, we'll have our uh, those T-shirts and the best of Neil, those CDs and cassettes, 97 and 98. Also, Center One has got uh, from previous years, too, by the way. I should mention that. And if you want to call Center One and order your stuff, you can call 954-563-3600. 563-3600 to order your CDs and cassettes, etc. Because we really got to get this thing going because I have a feeling it's like a promotion in a vacuum. I, don't, I could be wrong. I just get that feeling. It's like being in a broom closet with lights turned out. Promotion in the dark. Even Johnny Dark is embarrassed. But we'll get there. Won't we? Hey, we better get our crack attorney on the uh, phone on this. We better get Norma Kent involved with this since he's so intimately involved with Center One. Was he there on Saturday? No. Did he ever return your call on Friday? No. Or Saturday? No. Or Sunday? No. Or get back to you about those things you were going to talk to him about? No. Oh, well, he's busy uh, getting the pot laws changed. There you go. Nice going, Norma. Oh! Useless as a dead bullfrog. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. I just wanted to put in a vote for uh, continuing keeping us all informed about uh, hockey in the NHL. Uh, you're the only source of information in Miami. Uh, you can't hear anything on the on the TV about it. You can't yeah. get anything in the Herald about it. Uh, you can't get anything from the, the first team about it. Of course I mean, not. You know, uh, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't know what was going on. Right. I know that you, you, you were complaining that you haven't heard anything about the waiver wire and whatever, but when, when we find out, you'll be the guy we hear it from. Okay. So, you know, keep up the good stuff because there are hockey fans out here. Okay, have a great day. Thanks. Okay, there you go. How will, how will we get the information? Who's going to give me? Is somebody going to give me the information? No. Come on, get serious. Are we going to hear it from over there on Sheridan Street? Is the sports department going to share some information with us? No. Of course not. I'm the outsider, man. I'm the outcast. I'm the evil one. We know that. Is Rimmer going to come back and call back and give us any useful information? No. Of course not. He's just sucking around for another free meal. That's all he's doing, trying to ingratiate himself again. Sure knows how to do it. We have an open line today. Oh, yeah, we got to do another hockey show. Get Don Cherry on the phone. Get uh, D Doug McLean on there from Columbus. Oh, God. If I have to see any more of those jewelry store, store spots with Doug McLean. Hey, somebody better tell them that Pete Stoyanovich and Doug McLean, they're not working here anymore, okay? Tell them over at that uh, place. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Good. I got to tell you, I'm tired of listening to these people complain about the arena. Oh. Fabulous facility. I, 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 were, were you at either one of the concerts over the weekend? No, I wasn't at any concerts, but I was at the uh, the preseason games. Right. And uh, went to the uh, when the see your seat day, whatever that was. Right. Pick your Great seat. Place. The uh -huh. only problem with the whole place is uh, they kicked Tony out with the valet. There's no valet parking. Oh, there's not. No. None at no. all. They shut them down, so uh, yeah. that's a shame. Yeah, but, but you, don't need, you don't need valet parking in this place. I mean, all the parking is so close. Number one and number two, you don't have to worry about getting mugged. 
That's true, too. So you save a lot of money. And in addition to which, you don't have to worry about your car getting smashed up by the valet parking guys twice in one season like I did. So what section you in? Huh? 101. Well, I'm in a 105. Great place. Okay. All right. Good talking to you. See you there. Oh, by the way, speaking of cars, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when I had my previous episode, about, what was it, two, three weeks ago? Driving to the airport, and the car just uh, stopped. It's a computer thing. And a guy called in and he said, well, you know, when that when your uh, check engine light comes on and that thing starts flashing reduced engine power, it has to do with your gas cap. Remember that? And the guy, to a point, was right, which we were very skeptical because it sounded simplistic and ridiculous. But if you look on the gas cap, which, which who spends their time reading your gas cap? Anybody out there read your gas cap? No. Of course not. But it says on there that if the cap isn't sealed tight until it starts doing the clicking thing, that uh, the check engine light can come on and the freaky things can happen. However... A couple of weeks before that, the uh, ABS brake uh, being uh, the light came on, and then come to find out there was nothing wrong with the ABS brakes. Now the new deal that started a couple of days ago. Get in the car, I go to the store, I come home, I shut it off, and guess what? Now the air conditioning comes on. After I've shut off the ignition. That's right, I've shut it off, take the key out, and pfft, here comes the air on, baby. So needless to say, it doesn't take too very long before the battery is deader than a goddamn doornail. Deader than most of the people who live in the sunrise. And it's a computer thing, and I hate to break the news to you since I got that car into a Chevy dealer right now. And once they get it fixed, you won't be seeing that car in my uh, garage no more. Because like I tried to say that day, once the computer, even if they claim they fix it, it starts playing with your mind, especially if you had that real bad experience like I did in Chicago. Your computer decided that it was just going to, uh, you know, pin that accelerator to the floor. And I couldn't stop that thing for love or money. And thank God that the pillar did there under the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Oh, yeah, it's computerized, baby. It's Well, it's a little computer error. Let somebody else get killed and okay, I'll pass. So I just thought I would share that with you, especially since the 99s are out. We did have, uh, you see, with this audience, it's hard to tell whether they're giving you the real story or a bunch of bullcrap. But the 99 vets are out, and God only knows who may actually be driving one. Oh! Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. Maybe you should insist they replace the computer itself. Still wouldn't uh, convince me. Well, listen, I, I had a question for you about the flyers. The car reminds me of Christine. It's just evil now. Go ahead. The flyers. Yeah. Um, they picked up Beezer, right? Yes. I think that's a pretty, uh, considering what they had, a pretty good improvement, and I think... Uh, Year in and year out, everybody's picking them as a team to go, but I haven't heard much about them. I wanted to know what you thought and if you thought that uh, that's a big step in the right direction for them this year. Yeah, he'll, uh, well, it all depends. It depends if he plays as well there as he did for the... They're going nowhere. As long as Roger Nielsen is there, they are going nowhere. Yeah. Well, in addition to which, they continue they continue putting all the pressure on Lindros, and I realize they're paying him a tremendous amount of money, but he is never going to be the kind of leader and the kind of... Uh, uh, dominating a superstar that they think him. Mean, he's a great player, but he's never going to be what they want him to be. He just can't. He doesn't have it in him. They have some pretty good surrounding talent, though, with yeah. the player and Brendan Moore and all those guys. Do you ever see the the body language and the facial expressions? He this man has any. he has the look of a loser. You just look at him and you think, oh, this guy knows he's going to lose. He just got that sour look. Yeah, every time I you know I think about that, I get excited for their season for them and and Beezer being on a good team and. And then I spend, and then when I, I say, oh yeah, yeah, but I hope I hope he has a good year up there. I hope Beezer has oh, a hell yeah. of a good year in Philly. Of course, not when they play us, but but other than that, I hope he plays real well. Just to stick it to some of these people down here now, these two-faced phonies who are stabbing him in the back and ripping him in ass now that he's gone, which is the most popular thing to do in sports. As soon as somebody gets traded or goes to another joint, right away they start saying, well, he stunk anyway, you know. They're like Kevin Brown. Right there, you go. All right, you know, hey, we're talking about hockey, so we better end it now.
Okay. Thanks. Two open lines and Dave. I don't mind talking about hockey. I just am not going to do any more hockey shows. No. Okay? It would be one thing if you did a hockey show with somebody who was controversial, somebody who actually came out and said something, something who ripped the management once in a while, who said that the general manager or the coach made a crappy deal, or that something, you know, because nothing is perfect. Nobody is perfect. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Nobody's perfect. But when it just gets to be a shuckfish, then it uh, isn't too exciting. We have two open lines in Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Great. Hey, listen, it's after October Sounds 1st. like Andy. No, no chance. If I didn't have a call the whole day, I've been on for two hours and 22 minutes. If I didn't have anybody on here, I don't talk to misfits, okay, Andy? I don't talk to misfits. And there's a difference between chronic and misfits. Chronic is one category. You're in another category. You're in the misfit category. Somebody with no life, nothing to say, somebody who's extraordinarily annoying... I would rather do another hockey show than talk to Andy from Hollywood, and I would rather die before I would do another goddamn one of those Rimmer hockey shows, okay? Oh, yeah, let's get Cherry on the phone, and let's get uh, BM on there to say some good stuff, okay, and do some propaganda. Get out of here. The youngsters in the organization, we already got it on tape, okay? We got it on a goddamn cassette tape. The youngsters in the organization are going to be sensational, and it's going to be a big year, and we're expecting big things. Yeah. <laughs> They hear those giant sucking sounds coming right through the speakers, inverting the speakers in your car radio, man. Here's Miramar. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. When you leave a joke, when you leave a dolphin game, Metro Dave and the people that guide the parking and the leaving of the stadium. Yes. It's a beautiful setup. The Sunrise Police could take a lesson from the way they they manage traffic at Joe Robbie. For those concerts the other night, there wasn't a Sunrise Porker to be found anywhere guiding the traffic. It was a free-for-all in that parking lot. Really? It was madness. Yeah. Couldn't believe and the sure mess. I hope they get the markings a little better so people know where the hell they are. Cause there, there are no there. markings. There, there are none? There's no markings. And when you attempt to leave that, that arena on the north side, everybody's trying to go um, south to... Uh, 136 on Panther Drive. Right. It's almost impossible to turn left to cop on to the, um, the, the overpass they built directly to the sawgrass. Yeah. And well, the they'll, cops they'll, get, they'll get the hang of it. The cops are nowhere to be found. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, let me ask you, so which concert did you go to? Um, I went to the Frog concert. Oh, Celine Dion? Yeah. And how was the acoustics? Um, well, i got to be honest with you. I didn't think they were that hot. Oh. <laughs> like I said, that guy who called before, I apologize. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just read the stuff in the papers, and the papers are usually so damn critical anyway, so I figured if they said it was good, it must have been great. Well, you know, it's, I guess it's, everybody's got their own interpretation of what good acoustics are. Right. But, um, you know, I'm used to going to, to rock and roll concerts where the, the music is different. Right. Like Celine Dion. Oh, wow. Well. So, you know, what can I tell you? Yeah. Okay. I later. guess you won't be doing that again, huh? Uh, not, not Okay, not see ya. <laughs> see ya. Okay, we have an open line of date, uh, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. 1225 here at QAM, by the way, on and on and on, hour after hour after hour. The House Judiciary Committee, but a beep, but a boop, but a bop. He stuck it over here. She put the cigar over there, but a beep, but a boop, but a Same old tired crap. Market has taken a gigantic dump. The whole world economy is turning to crap. White House that goes no, you don't after even want to know. Turn that crap off, that Nazi son of a bitch. The Dow is down 166, and the Nasdaq, oh, my God. Today is the day that tech turned to dreck, 
And I don't mean Bill either. The NASDAQ is down almost just under 90 points. That's the equivalent of 450 Dow points. The market has taken a huge... And they're sitting around, bap, 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 bap. no, we don't want to give the IMF that money, and we don't want to worry about these other problems. We want to make sure that we, like, uh, paralyze the president. Talk about Nero fiddling while the goddamn whole world was burning. Un-freaking believable. Oh, you can't say that on the air. We'll come down and take your license away. Roll up your sleeves and do-do-do. The president's on cocaine. Dust off those old studies. Yeah, they even dragged that little twerp out again. How do you like it? That's how desperate the media is now to put every kind of spin on this and squeeze as much blood and money as they can out of this crap. And let me say it again. Without the media, this thing could never have gotten to where it is today. Not a Chinaman's chance in hell. Without this sick, obsessive, twisted media. These self-righteous, hypocritical bastards. Sanctimonious assholes. It's... In the sports show, the linebacker, the linebacker for what? What is he up? For what? For the Colts. Who cares about the Colts? Go get an education. Okay, go get a brain. The Colts. It's the Bears, not the Colts. You idiot. Two open lines in Dave. Oh, that was Fort Pierce. I'm sorry. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Jesus, are you listening to this show? Who the hell? This isn't a goddamn sports show, thank God. Until the sports babe comes back, and now that it's hockey season, we'll have Christina back again. Oh, yeah, Brewster's going to be on tonight, so that means it won't be long before Brewster and Moron. we'll be back here in midday, especially the way things are going lately. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? You're the man. I tell you, you are the man. I am. I got a question for you. I'm going to throw something at you, and I'm going to hang up. I want to hear your response. Uh, I heard on the uh, news this morning that yeah. Larry, Larry Fink, the hustler guy. Yeah. Got on hustler. He's well, we already talked bit. about this. He paid a million dollars. He's going to oh, pay a million dollars. Right. Yeah. I, I, just got got my car. I just got in my car. I wasn't sure if you talked about it or not. I say Larry Flint for president. Oh! If we have one friend, if FDR was good enough in a wheelchair, what's wrong with Larry Flint? Oh! That man got it going on. There you go. Okay, pal. Have a great life. We have an open line of... Oh, no. Oh, no. What was that? What do you mean was? What is that? Uh, what is say, that on the bat line that you're talking to? You know, I'm serious. I'm going to get up out of this chair. I am leaving. I am going home. You can finish the show. You can put a tape on. They can have dead air. They can play a Grandma Moses <laughs> farting for an hour and 25 minutes. What is that? What is that? What are you nodding at me? It's, say it's, it. It's, 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 it's a rumor. What? What did you just say? Oh, my God. What did you just say? I th I would have sworn yeah, I thought you say it is rumor. It's who? Have you got some news? I've got news. Well, thank God. But don't expect some big news, Mr. Rogers. But I promised I'd call back after the waiver draft. Nine oh. players were claimed. Uh -huh. Your Leafs picked up uh, a player of note, Kevin Dahl, a defenseman. Oh. But uh, other than that, you do about nothing. Tampa Bay picked up Brent Gilchrist. Yeah. Uh, Zedno Seeger went to Who? Uh, Nashville. Pete Seeger? Seeger. Pete Seeger. Zedno. Pete uh, Seeger said no? Trepan Pete Seeger said no. Yeah. Absolutely. Trepanier, Pascal. Who? Pascal Trepanier. Pascal Pascognac? Why, what is this, a joke? Are you doing sit-down comedy now? You're making up names now. I'm not making up names. Pa Pascal Pascognac. 
Uh, he went from oh. uh, Colorado to Anaheim. I got a pounding in my head like somebody's in there with an anvil and a hammer. Frederick Shabbat. Yeah, Shabbat. Now he's doing Jewish humor, yeah. <laughs> Who can't play on uh, Friday night and Saturday games. Shabbat was claimed by Montreal from yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, the Penguins... It's not Shabbat, it's Shabot. C-H-A-B-O-T, it's not Shabbat, it's Shabbat. What's wrong with you? You work with a frog. How come you can't speak French? Uh, Maxim Galanov. You notice how he shut up as soon as I said you work with a frog? From, uh, you notice how he just won't even respond to that? Uh, Montreal. Yeah. His name is Chabot, not Shabbat. Oh, it's Shabbat. Shabbat is Jewish. French. Chabot is French. No, no. That's Shabbat. I feel really, really shitty. Yeah. Uh, Kip Miller was claimed by Pittsburgh oh. from the New York Islands. So far, there's not one player other than the first one, which I forget the Leafs, the uh, marginal defenseman they got. There's not one other player you've mentioned that anybody ever heard of. And if I never heard of him, how the hell, what's the chance the audience ever heard of him? Well, listen, if I didn't call you back, it was at a can't-win situation. Well, well, so, so what about the Panthers? No player was claimed, and they didn't claim anybody. Oh. But you know what? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The, the, Neil, the players that were exposed in this draft really have no significance. What are you talking now, about? Kurt Muller's making almost $2 million a year. they got to get rid of him. Now. They want to get rid of Terry Karkner and uh, Jeff Norton so bad that it hurts. They'd like to put them all three on a Greyhound bus, and you know that. Now the situation is this. He won't respond. No, no, I, I'm telling you what's going to happen now. Am I right? They Washington wanted to was... unload those three guys and their salaries. Absolutely. But now the trading deadline or embargo has been lifted, and you're going to see a flurry of activity, including the league. We're getting Theo Fleury? No, no, flurry of activity. I thought he was in a back seat when Sheldon Kennedy was getting it. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. That's the story. And he said nothing happened. And nothing and happened. And Sheldon Kennedy, by the way, had a little bit of a, a problem here. Couple, yeah. of, a couple of weeks ago. He fell off the wagon. Yeah, a little drinking and the drug problem. It always comes back to that same excuse again, yeah. He was in a Hummer. Yeah, I bet. With Graham James. <laughs> he was in a Hummer with Graham James. Okay, remember, I think uh, you reached the end of the line on that one. <laughs> See ya. Hey, the Leafs are making a trade. They stunk. Yeah, who are they trading uh, besides Felix Potvin? Here, here's the dealer. Two rumored deals. Yeah. One of them has a three-way deal with the New York Sheldon Islanders. Kennedy was in a Hummer. That was that was almost redeemed your other call. Not quite, but almost. <laughs> God. It's true. Yeah, I bet it is. That's what Graham James said. No, that's what happened in Edmonton. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Potvin could end up in Vancouver with Pavel Bure ending up with the New York Islanders. And Trevor and Linden. And Trevor Linden, yeah. And Trevor Linden would end up in Toronto. Another scenario has uh, uh, Bure... Uh, Possibly ending up in Toronto, oh! but uh, time remains. Uh, uh, the New York Islanders are having a, a uh, fire sale. They've got so many players now that they're trying to unload to get their salary down. Mm -hmm. uh, Especially, but, they don't even have a place to play in, so they're going to be playing a shinny hockey out there in a pond, I think. But expect quite a bit of, of activity between now and Friday, certainly. Great. All right, bud. Okay, thanks so much, Rimmer. All right. Okay, watch out for that Hummer. Oh, thank God that's over. We have an open line and date. Boy, I just, I just lit the uh, end of this cigar, and I think I lit the tip of my nose, too, at the same time. It smells like burning chicken. Oh, God. I'm serious. I just lit the end of my goddamn... I lit the tip. Open line and date, 5670. I told you I'd commit suicide if he called again. 21 till 1 at 560 WQA. I'm depressed. Now Boca Brian, who is the epitome of walking depression, walks in the door, and he's uh, crying for money. What was the first thing I did when I saw him in there? I reached in my wallet, didn't I? And pulled it out. And a check, too. 
and he came in here and he gave a bada beep, bada boop, bada boop. Have I kept this man alive for how long now? Have I kept him alive? Uh -huh. Off the streets? Uh -huh. Out of a dumpster? Uh -huh. Off a of welfare? Uh -huh. And he's, if you could have just heard the car, I mean, I can't keep track. Okay, I was gone for a week on vacation. Does he get paid during that week? No. But he wasn't here last week. He was back. So last week, this week, okay. I had a slip of the mind, okay, because out of sight, out of mind. In addition to which, he's already triple dipping anyway, and now wants to quadruple dip when they're paying him on the goddamn TV stuff. Here's a guy that gets paid four times to do the same stuff. Which I have no problem paying him what he's got coming with the little uh, the deal we made on the side to keep him alive. But he stood here in the doorway holding the goddamn uh, stoop up. And... Oh, my God. Why didn't you call me this morning real early and say, just stay home, don't come in today? Why didn't you do that? I thought you knew it was Monday. Why didn't you warn me? It's got nothing to do with Monday. He's just as depressing on Tuesday. He's not any better on Tuesday. Yeah, but he always Are Rimmer's calls any better on uh, Thursday? No. Wednesday? No. Friday? No. Sukkis? No. He's telling me about it. What's this guy's name? Shabbos? Georgie Shabbos that got drafted. A, this guy's making it up as he goes along. Man, you'd think that a guy that works with a dumb frog would at least a little rub off. At least he'd be able to chapeau. He's got, uh, he wears a beautiful chapas. His hat. God. We have an open line of day. I guess it goes to show you when you work with a dumb frog, it does rub off. 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Coral Gables. Hello. Coral Gables. Going Hello. once. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I had a question in the statement. When are the CDs going to be out, your new ones? They're out right now. Oh, they are. Where are they available? Borders, all the border stores. All the border stores. The second one was, if uh, I, I have a, a question about Clinton. If, if a president can only be reelected re -elected, uh, or elected twice, if he doesn't serve a second one as impeached, can we reelect him again? Could he run again? Yeah. Good he question. He served a second term. I'll call up a Clarence Thomas and find out for you. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Yes. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Um, yes, man. I, I just got some things on my mind, and I need you to talk to me. I want to talk sports. I need you to talk yeah, to me. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins, man. Okay. Okay, we got all the date lines open, 5670560, 5670560, and pounds 560 on the mobile one line. Call up the Humper, he'll be on at 2 o'clock. He'll talk all the Dolphins you want to talk. He'll talk Dolphins, he'll talk the uh, Patriots, New Orleans Saints, any kind of pigskin you want. Even though it's not kosher, the Humper will talk about it with you at 2 o'clock, okay? Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I oh. thought... Uh, I thought that joke that that guy made in reference to Sheldon Kennedy and the Hummer was uh, was pretty good. It was the best material he had. Yeah, I think he I think he slipped into it though. I think it was an accident. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of yeah. fell into it. Yeah, he uh, answered my question. I was going to ask you about uh, Potvin. Um, I just had a quick question about that the Panthers are playing, and I'm a, a huge uh, Toronto fan. But uh, for the glass. At the, uh, at the, I'm to call and say hello, and you have a great show. Six, and... one, and two in the exhibition season, sir. Oh! Six, one, and two for those Leafs. Oh! Yeah, they got to go. Uh, you know, hey, maybe I'll call back, and uh, we'll go up and see them in the cup. All right. All right. Let's see Bye. you. Yeah, hold your breath. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. All of Dade crapped out again, man. Every time you think you got a little bit of momentum in Dade County, all of a sudden it turns Crap. out. That's right. 
We got three lines there in Dade. We got one for Kendall. We got one for Coconut Grove. We got one for Coral Gables, one for Hialeah, one for South Miami, one for Cutler Ridge, one for Homestead, one for Sweetwater, three, and they're all dead as a doornail. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're just not speaking the right language on here. That's all. I guarantee if that whammy thing, which by the way that's going off in a month, that TV thing, no matter what these people try to tell you about it coming back, because it won't. And you know the the other thing that astonishes me how they BS us. Maybe they're trying to make us feel better. Oh well, all the other local shows went off. The, the, the only show that went off was Out Loud. That Generation Enya, that thing is on all over the goddamn place. And Ocean Drive and City Desk and uh, Sports Town. The other local shows didn't go off. This is the show, the show that they used over there like a play toy. Well, now that we got those football shows on Sunday night, we don't need to put him on there anymore. We used to have him on for an hour, you know, like filler. This was just filler for them over there, that's all. Until they had some uh, paid crap like that Bobby Bowden show or those other football shows where the video is like real distorted and you can barely see in the audio, oh, about this, hey, about this good you know, that stuff. I mean, you talk about schluck. They make the Beasleys look like uptown and uh, downtown, man. They make them look like big time. So thanks a lot to Marvin Rawman for getting us involved with this uh, mess. Here's Weston. Hello. Andy, how you doing? Okay, sir. Man, these are hard acts to follow. I got the rimmer. I got the guy asking you a question. And yeah. I got a frog. Three in a row. They stunk. <laughs> Listen, just want to let you know, I went to, the, to see the Queen of Rock yesterday night. Yeah. And it was a great concert. Elton John, first. George. George is saying, who? Will you get with it? <laughs> he is so slow, man. He needs to, he's, he's in a coma there. So how was the, uh, how was the uh, acoustics? I loved it. The sound, the sound was really good, and I was uh, you know, trying to get some n blood off my nose. But uh, the seats are small, Neil, but you know what? You get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. And the bottom line is I had a great view, uh, even though you know I was up in, the, up in the section 411. Nosebleed, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, those were the only tickets I could get, and I was there. So, but let me tell you, I love that place. Gorgeous place, very clean. Now, how many people do they hold for a concert in there? 40,000? 20. 20? 20,000. I think the arena held 15. Right. But, man, the, the skyboxes are beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where the money is for these people, you know? So, but anyways, uh, the concert was great. He, you know, he, he sang, I mean, I've, you know, I've listened to him since I was a kid, so... You know, to me, he's uh, he's it, and uh, had a great time. Uh, took the wife, and you know, had some food there. It was thanks a lot. Maybe you had a good time, pal. Thanks. Bye. We have an open line at day two at Broward five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Hollywood. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a great story for you. Okay. Saturday afternoon, I'm in the Sky Lake area going for my haircut, which I do every week, and I have an hour to kill because he can't see me until five o'clock. Mm -hmm. So there's a very, very good pizza place right around the Sky Lake area that I've been going to for years. And uh, I went in, and as I'm driving in there, I say, I guarantee they're not going to have any slices ready for me to take out. So I'm driving in there, and I get in there, and I go, without even looking over at the slice rack, I said, I'd like two slices and two Diet Cokes to go. So she goes over and looks, there's no slices ready. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to see the manager right now. She gets, yeah. the, ma she gets the manager over, and I said... I cannot understand one thing here. This is a pizza place. Mm -hmm. Why on earth are you telling me you have no slices to go right now? Well, the guy said it'll take 15. I don't want 15 wait, minutes. Wait a minute, 15 minutes? Well, to put a new, there's not even a slice pie in the oven cooking. 
I said, was, I want to know a, why. Was there any business there? Was there anybody standing around? Yeah, it's Steve's Pizza over there on 154th Street. Oh. I said, I want to know why. Every <laughs> yeah. time I come in here, in the last four or five times, right. there are no slices to be... To, to, now, listen to this. So I get back in my car. I have about another half hour to kill before 5 o'clock. Now, is this, was this back in the car with or without slices? With this, without the slices. I'm without. not waiting 20 okay. minutes for slices. So, Neil, I go back, and I, you're not going to like this name of this place. I go to Little Caesars. I'm dying for a piece of pizza. Yeah. So I get a piece of pizza, and I ask, for, now, Neil, I ask for a large Diet Coke. Mm -hmm. she, she says, we don't have any ice. I go, what are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, but at least they had slices. But listen to this. No, you're supposed to get the slices Neil, there and get the large Diet Coke back. It's Steve's. Don't you get it? Neil, she says to me, the policy of the, of the chain now is that we do not have ice machines in the, in the restaurant. I go, what are you talking about? You mean to tell me if you have, a, let's say you have a family of 12 that comes in here that wants 12 Diet Cokes. Yeah. You mean to tell me you have no ice well, and how, no how cups? Expensive, how expensive is it to make ice? I mean, uh, what's, what's the, the big chance with making ice? That's the policy of the chain. Are they saving on the water bill? All is they're going to the do for you now is give you a can of Coke or a can of whatever you oh, want. I see, yeah. You cannot go in there and get a... a, a a, a cup of ice and a cup. Mm -hmm. well, you should When you were in Steve's, you should have asked for a cup of ice. Neil, this is what we are going through in, our, in, in today's world. Okay, well, thank you. We have an open line. This guy, do you wish you had his problems? Uh -huh. Oh, do I wish I had his problems? Well, this is this guy's major problem is that slices weren't ready at Steve's, and they got no ice at Little Caesars, which anybody goes into Little Caesars in the first place deserves to get no ice. They're not sit down and eat places anyway. They're just pick up and take home. Yeah. Little Caesars. There's no place to sit. And oh eat my there. God! How'd you, how would you like to work in one of those places dealing with people like this? Huh? How is? Oh, I don't want to say because I know that there are people out there listening to me right now who work in retail. All I can say is uh, I have all the rahmanas, all the pity in the world for those of you who work in retail in this town. I got the button at least here, okay? Like my good friend, uh, what's her name there, Marcy over at Walgreens. God Almighty. At least I can hang up on him. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Where's the goddamn ice? Oh! 1255 at QAM. If you're shopping for a computer system, don't settle for the few systems that the mega stores offer you. Visit our friends at Computer Renaissance, where you can actually buy a complete system. Do you offer your chopped liver or something? What about Roddy McDowell? Huh? Oh! How about her? Oh, that book of Brian, you are so depressing, I'm telling you. He comes in and ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I mean, don't take it personally unless you want to. But, hey, you'll feel better tomorrow night with an ice-free meal. And, in fact, I'll bring you that check tomorrow night at the Pizza Loft. How's that, Brian? Is that okay? No. Why, well, what am I not? Two open lines in Broward, 5670560. We'll be drawing for the winner of those tickets at 145. You better get on the list right now, you idiots. In Section 101, the opening game of the regular season, the first ever regular season game in a goddamn new Mac Arena there in Sunrise, the Panthers and a very marginal Tampa Bay Lightning. At least they got Rob Zaminer anyway. That's about all I got. And that kid La Cavalier. Oh, we don't want to start with that because then people are saying, oh, if we would have got the number one draft pick, thank God Victor Kozlov's going to be great because if he weren't going to be great, there would be a lot of people wanting BM's ash for making that trade in uh, exchange for a number one draft pick, which this kid Tampa got look like he's going to be a superstar. So come on, Victor. We don't want to put too much pressure on you, but we will anyway. Oh! And what was wrong with what I said before about Billy Lindsay and, uh, and Ray Whitney? We want to see Ray Whitney naked there on a goddamn uh, Panther Weekly. I guarantee you might get a one share. You might get an audience for that. You idiot. Here's a mobile in Medley. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. 
Neil, all day yesterday I was watching that stupid Dolphin game and I was saying to everybody in my house, Hey, Spook! <laughs> hey, Neil, I got to tell you something. This is funny. This is absolutely funny. In every sport, Neil, if you curse out the ref, use that F word, you get thrown out of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, now he's turning the radio up to see if he's still on the air. Okay, we have two open lines in date. F you too, pal. Two open lines in date. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T nose picker line. <laughs> yeah, that's what we ought to have a nose picker line. Here's plantation. Hello, plantation. Going once, going twice. Thank God he wasn't there on Saturday, too, by the way. The guy with the eyes was okay. In fact, probably the guy with the eyes divorced himself from these losers, which is why he got on his best behavior. Two open lines in uh, Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Hey, Neil, why do you let a scumbag like Grimmer on your show? I mean, the guy's... Okay, there you go again. There's that Mitch. Asshole. Asshole alert. Mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to tell you that uh, I, I, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut originally, and then moved up to Canada for, lived in Montreal with all those French-speaking people there frogs. for a couple of years. Frogs. The word is frogs. Well, frogs, actually, and I moved down here. Uh, love hockey. It was the, the only good thing about them is that they, they got me to love hockey, but uh, the best thing now is that the Canadian dollar being down that, down the drain. Yeah, like they can't come down, right. They're up we, there. We they're might stuck in their weak, loony, and toony, right. We might be able to live without them for the winter. Thank so. God. Yeah, I was just wondering if I could stick around and be on the list. Okay, sure. Hang on. Put that goofball on the list. We have an open line in uh, Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. The NASDAQ is down 90. The Dow is down uh, plenty, which if they ever put the goddamn in there, 168. The economy of the world is going to tap in a handbasket. And these self-righteous, sanctimonious hypocrites like this Bill McCollum, this good old boy redneck from Florida, who's on there right now on CNN. But I mean, but about, but about same old tired crap, same old garbage. I mean, it's as clear as a bell. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to see what this whole thing is all about. And to see where the hell Ken Starr is from and all the funding for this came from. You don't have to be a genius. All you got to do is read just a little bit between the lines and around the edges. But they can't figure it out. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I've been listening to the show. These people are calling about the arena, the new arena, if it's good, if it's bad. I mean, come on. They, they were complaining about the old arena, mm -hmm. where the location it was. Well, and now these people are never happy here, sir. They always have to have something to bitch and belly. No, their life isn't worth living. They go to a concert about the acoustics. Sit down and hear the damn concert. Who cares about the damn acoustics yeah. or whatever, you know? It's ridiculous. Uh, can I get on the list? Okay. All right. Pretty weak. Where are we going? Oh, let's go to the one that's got the 400 question marks. This could be a record for question marks on one line, okay? So it must be a good one. But now, what the hell is Evergreen? What is Evergreen? Colorado. A mobile in Evergreen, Colorado with 400 question marks? Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. How about this? Walked into uh, Island and Smoke Shop in Evergreen, Colorado. I'm down here today, but I'm still calling on a Colorado mobile just because it's only 11 cents a minute around the country, so I might yeah. as well, right? Make a long story short, I walk in this little Caesars in Evergreen about a month ago, and the smoke is so thick when you walk in, you wonder if anybody's working there. You hear rap music so loud you can't even, I'm screaming for somebody to come out so I can, you know, get a pizza, right? Yeah. When I tell you the smoke, it wasn't pizza smoke. It so was, what are you uh, knocking, the free crack? Is that what you're knocking there? It, How was, many, it, uh, was, it was hard to believe, I'll just tell you that. So I'm screaming, a kid comes out laughing, he says, uh, 
what would you like? And he's been in my shop before. I said, listen, what's going on here, man? It's the cops walk in. You guys are going to the jail. Yeah. He says, well, some guy ordered pizza. He came in here. He scared us so bad. We were, these kids are 18 years old. He mm -hmm. says, he scared us so... Excuse me? I'm listening. He says, he says, this old guy scared us so bad that we got so stressed out we had to smoke a couple bowls to calm down. There you go. These are 18-year-olds. Yeah. And I just had to tell you, after that last pizza call I heard, I had to tell you what goes on in Colorado. You okay, know? well, listen, there are going to be a lot of people moving out there right away. Thanks for the good news. Evergreen, Colorado, oh! that's where you want to go. It ain't Amsterdam, it ain't Vancouver, but it's the next best goddamn thing. Deliciously different marijuana. Deliciously different marijuana. Some of the pizza they peddle down here, you run to the bull, all right. But not the bull uh, he's talking about. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, AT&T wireless line. All right, I'm ready with that. Cut it out. Oh, has this been something, man? Let's see, Tuesday 4. Today is the fifth day in a row that he just... Yeah, yeah, seriously, I'm not going to do any injury to myself besides overeating. But other than that, you just want to blow somebody's brain, just spill them all over the goddamn... Uh, all over the nice Brooks Brothers suit. Here's a lady in Dania. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Why isn't your TV show current at night? I beg your pardon? You know, at night we watch you on TV. It's going to be current. It's we going to be current. You and we love Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. It's going to be current tonight. It'll oh, be wonderful. It'll be show, but then it's going to be off in about three or four weeks. It'll be finished. No. Yes. Oh, what can we do to stop that? Nothing. Oh, the way well, that, that the way the audience could have done something to stop that was to watch it these last uh, let's see June July August September the last four months they we, could have watched it but they had, no it, they had no more interest I. they had no more interest in watching the TV show than they do in calling the radio show so that's uh, that's my loyal audience out there well, we're the same new... people that didn't show up at Borders on Saturday in Fort Lauderdale where we were hoping to have a line of two three hundred people and we had like uh, thirty or forty we're new in town right. Let me ask you something. I mean, let me say something to you about Monica. Yes. I understand that she was offered millions of dollars to be on TV. Right. Do you think maybe she could afford to get her dress cleaned? Maybe now. Listen, Neil. Yes. Loan me $50. Okay, have a great day. Okay. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560. Are you sure? Positive, and one in, uh, that's it. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's do pizza talk. Oh. Come on, let's hear about Little Caesars. Let's oh. hear about Steve's and our slices. Oh. Let's hear about they didn't give you no goddamn ice. Oh. Go home and get your own ice, okay, cheapskate? He wants ice with his can of soda. How do you like that? This guy, is he ever satisfied? No. Will you want him coming into your store? No. Please. We're begging you. Don't come to the pizza loft tomorrow night. No. In fact, if that guy shows up at the loft tomorrow night, I'm going to have Jeff kick his ass out. Hey. Now the TV thing, which has been our impediment, that's the chigger in a woodpile. That's the only thing preventing this show from being on not just statewide, not just nationwide, but worldwide. All over the goddamn freaking world. Then we'd have some goddamn calls. Now that this TV, this bogus thing, and one thing I do want to say, though, those people really made a great commitment to this show. You know what? Vinky and Sticky, they made a tremendous commitment to this show. You know, let's slide it on over here, stick it in over there. Fill it. We were like uh, silly putty. Stick it in the cracks. They have a little crack problem. Anywhere there's a crack, stick it in the... Crack yeah, there's a crack over there. Stick it in there. As in... Stick it up where, right. But, hey, it was uh, good that Joe was out there at the borders on Saturday. It was the wrong borders, but it was a good start. A little bit late. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Yeah, hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, first time calling. This is Mike. 
Um, I just want to know your take on Jimmy Johnson. Do you think he's taking this whole running game thing a little too serious? Yes, sir. I'm here. How you doing, Neil? Great. Hey, the phones have been smoking all day. I've been busy all day. I've been trying. They have? They have. Maybe in you... Broward. Dade County's been comatose. I'm in North Dade Miami. Dade. The good news, you'll be pleased to know the people in Dade are departing. They're all getting out. <laughs> we can move back to Dade. The coast will be clear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's the reason for uh, Whammy taking you off? You're asking me? Well, you know, you, you know that the ratings suck because we don't have enough uh, diaries out there. Yeah. Or, or machines. Well, I, I, I mean, I but everybody's keep, watching. Well, I, I watch keep, it. I all can my keep arguing. I'm gonna. I can only tell you this. Over the weekend, I go to Amico to get gas. There are like four people in there getting gas. Every one of them tells me they watch it. Every one of them knows me, number one. And number two, they watch the show. I go to Publix last night to the uh, grocery to get three or four things. People in there I've never heard of before. People I wouldn't know if, uh, you know, uh, they're all watching the goddamn show, and they all know who I am, and they like it. But, why, but they, can't, they, cannot, the they cannot find the audience for that show. They just cannot find it. Well, it's because there's only 427 diaries. In addition, in addition to which, they're doing so no promotion. There has been none. There has been zero promotion. They had like one stinking billboard up there. Other than that, they've had no promotion. They wasted all that money in a new show on the station, but conspicuously leaves out this. He doesn't even acknowledge that we exist, even though they've been running the show twice a night for most of the last three months. They pretend the show doesn't even exist on that goddamn thing. And it's the best show on the station. Well, there you go. I agree. Yeah, I yeah me too. Okay, pal. Can I be on the list? Sure, hang on. <laughs> you bet. We have an open line a day. I mean, uh, is it going to change my life? No. Are they still going to have to pay us for the next uh, eight months or whatever it is? Uh -huh. Yeah, so if they take it off, do we care? I mean, what the hell are we going to do without Joe clunking around with that ladder in here and uh, knocking things around? What are we going to do then? Plus, we'll be upstairs anyway. See, that's an interesting part of this timing, too, is that we're moving up to our palatial new studios up on the third floor here, allegedly, starting in November. And they'd probably have to, like, break this whole thing down. And then, then what would they do? Well, what would they do at that point? Or maybe even run some camera cables all the way from up on the uh, third floor all the way down to here. You think they could handle that? No. I mean, we're talking about a major, major investment of effort there, which, of course, like I said, the very different room what? down here because there's no room for them upstairs. Like I said. Well, it's been a lot of fun. It certainly didn't do us any harm, did it, besides making me look like a jackass? No. It was pretty good. We have an open line, and I don't like being made to look like a jackass. Open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T line. Actually, I enjoy being made to look like a jackass. Oh. I love it. That's why I'm wearing these stupid beanies on my head. I want to be a jackass. Oh. And I'm doing a great job of it, too, and don't tell me I'm not. Look who I went to work for here, huh? Talking about being a jackass. You know, Booker Brian did have a good point, excellent point. No, seriously, you occasionally, uh, with all the other depressing stuff you spew out, he said, how is it possible that these people don't care about their sponsors? And they don't. I mean, you hear these little five-year-old kids doing tags on spots that people are paying for. We can't, we can't beg, I mean beg, copy out of people so that we can do an effective job for our clients. I don't want to mention Gary Sarner by name again, but especially him. And the center one thing, I mean, if we, if we didn't just do this and make it an automatic pilot project, would it ever have happened? No. Of course not. Of course not. You know, in the old days, back going all the way back to when Halcyon, anybody remember Halcyon? Uh -huh. Yeah, I bet he does. When Halcyon was there, little uh, Halcyon over at IOD, and she used to uh, call for the, uh, you know... The totals. For the, the here's, here's the uh, Peaches totals. Here's the totals. Those were the days. And every morning, in fact, the one day she didn't have them, she was in tears there because I made an uh, ass out of her, whatever it was. 
But she was right on top of it. Even that bitch Sarah over there who was a hard-nosed bitch, even she used to come in every day and with the eraser and put the new total up there, whether it was Camilla's house or Center One or whatever we were collecting for at the time, to try to do something good in the community. Besides just be on here and try to fleece some money out of everybody, which most radio stations do. And we come over here, and we beg them, hire Tracy Carasetto. This guy's a good guy. He's a great promotions guy. He's done the Dolphin thing before the network. He's done the Center One thing. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then behind our back, they're going, oh, yeah, like we're going to pay him? Are they going to pay him? No. Are they going to really pay somebody to do a job? No. No, they got they got their relatives in here. They got the nephew, and they got Sam, which, hey, to their credit, they got the uh, stuff out there to borders, and that's about all. And they showed up there Saturday at the right place, and that was about it. But are they involved in, uh, you know, getting this? And now poor Carol over there at Center One. Now she's the pivot man. Now she's the one that's got to do all the work that the promotions person who doesn't exist here on this radio station should do. So they didn't care about their sponsors. They don't really care about what's on the air. They don't care about the Center One campaign. They don't care about anything. They just want to work right. See, they ought to get out of AM, just like the Cox people did. Just get those FM slush stations like Power 96 and Coast and Hot 105 and crank out the hits with an S, with two S's. Because they don't give a, they're not interested in going through the uh, effort of really being a real radio station. It's a joke to them. It's a pain in the ass. And, these, and they've got a bunch of, especially in the sales department, a bunch of spoiled fools uh, working in there. I don't want to mention Gary Sarner again, who've been allowed to just do whatever the hell they wanted for years and years and years. And nobody ever said, hey, guess what? This is half-assed, mister. Putting a bunch, a bunch of three-year-old kids on here to do, hey, go down here. Yeah, we're putting that Lenny kid on. I don't want to knock him because he may be a pretty good guy, although I don't know. Who the hell knows anything about him, huh? Tonight on the Hysterical Channel, famous radio milestones. A reenactment of radio's greatest moments performed by the multi-talented Leo Dynamo, Lenny Martez. Yeah, there you go. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. Just want you to know you still have one loyal female listener in Great. Miami. You're it. Um, can I be on your list? No. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560. Well, what are you laughing about? She's going to be on the list for saying that? For just calling and sucking around? I got plenty of women out there, okay, including a couple who've called here and had something to say today. Can I be on the list? Another lady freeloader, mark it down, okay? Ow! They won't talk to me for love or money, this woman, but when I got something to give away, boy, all of a sudden, just like somebody said Saturday at our appearance at Borders, isn't it interesting to see the difference in the way the callers behave when you got something to give away? Then all of a sudden, everybody's real friendly. Hey, we love you. You're the best. That TV show is great. Ah, yeah. Can I be on the goddamn list? But when we got nothing to give away, you suck, you son of a, you no good mother. Yeah, it's like a Jerry Springer show. That's it. Just one after another. We have an open line in Dade 1 and Brad. You only got 24 minutes until we start doing that drawing for these goddamn tickets. Section 101 there. Opening the first game ever in the history, the first real regular season game in the history of the Mac Arena. And I got open lines on here, and I'm pushing Dade County all day. Feel like Jackie Bales. I feel like I'm Jimmy Carter. Like I'm pushing puss in Bosnia or some crap like that. Pushing phone lines on here. So I got a management upstairs that doesn't give a crap. We got the whammy people who are like in the twilight zone that wouldn't know a goddamn TV station if you stuck it in there. We got that. And then we got an audience who also it must be catching. 
They're also so indifferent that it's terrifying. Here's Orlando. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. That was the best last week, that Jerry Springer bit. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, He's a real <laughs> mother <laughs> if you ask me. You said there's seven border stores have your CD? Eight. Make that nine. They're up in Orlando? Uh, they're not there, but I work right next to the borders. I went in there Saturday night, add $40 to your total. And oh, thank you. That's great. They're sending out my two CDs, UPS today. All right. Excellent. But uh, let me ask you some radio questions here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy Trails or whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, Ron and Fez are on in the local market again. Yeah. And last week on Real Radio, they had fill-ins because they were on vacations and rather in tape. And yeah. Who they had on the air Friday, and she was commenting. It was Aaron. Oh, Aaron Slumber was on there? Correct. Oh, what a suck fest that must have been. It's so embarrassingly true. Yeah. It sucked. And you know who her mentor is? Yeah, Walter Sabo. Ed Till. Oh, Ed Till. Well, I explained a lot. Video. They want to talk about these. I mean, I'm very grateful. This guy's a loyal listener. He went up there and gave us the 40 bucks for Center One. He's going to love the CDs. But uh, we just can't get that message across. Do we care about the people from Orlando? No. The uh, radio people? No. Do we care about the Tampa people since there aren't any? Do we care about them? No. No, we don't. Here's uh, Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, What's sir. What's up? I got this. Uh, okay. About that asshole that called about his Which pizza. one? The one about the pizza crisis. All oh, right. yeah. Okay. I work at a pizza joint in Weston. Okay. Of all places, a bunch of rich, rich pricks. All they want is a freebie anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I got a, you know, I'm assistant manager. So they call me up and they're like, oh, you know, it's too hot, too cold. We get just as many calls saying it's been there too soon as too late. I mean, what, what's that about? And then you they got to, there too soon? Yeah, they're like, well, you said squirt, it's going to be 30 squirt, minutes. Squirt. And yeah. my, my, yeah, right. There's only one thing I can think of in life that can happen too soon, and it's not getting your pizza. Yeah, right. Anyway, and, and then i got to sit there and kiss their ass. i got to say, yes, sir, no, sir, would you like to <laughs> in the, you know? <laughs> yeah, geez, so, exactly. Anyway. If I go someplace and I don't like the product, I don't like the service, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to go back there. So right. do us all, do, do us both a favor. If you don't like it, don't come back. Right. Have a nice day. Exactly. Not going to suck around for anything. If I want something, I'll buy it myself. Thanks Excellent. a lot. Okay. See. Ya. <laughs> okay. There's our kind of caller. Okay. Let's hear it for that poor guy that has to put up with all these assholes out there. Oh, they didn't have my ice and they didn't have the slices ready when I wanted. Boy, oh boy, oh boy! This kid, this kid couldn't have been too spoiled when he was a kid, could he? Uh huh. Yeah, he not only had his own toys when he was a kid, he probably had everybody in the neighborhood's toys too. Uh -huh. Like about two years ago. Jesus, here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Great. Listen, it's kind of hard to follow that last caller, but I'll tell you what. I was at the concert last night, and it was just great. The arena looks great, and you know what? I was just standing right behind Elton John. We were in the uh, section 326. Mm -hmm. You can see all the flamers right there in the front row, just yeah. going crazy. All the screamers, yeah. Oh, crazy, 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 crazy. Mm -hmm. But it was it was a really good time. The arena looks really great, and I'm just glad that I just have like one pair. Especially compared to the Miami Arena, which which it was all okay. walking up, it, even just across the street from the parking lot, it was a nightmare. And and now we got this big, spacious, beautiful place. With every amenity you could ever want. And absolutely. they're still bitching about it. They still it's, got nothing but complaints. I mean, you just can't complain the two, one with the other. I mean, abs I mean, Miami Arena, please, 
I'll take ten. Just, just a drive down there for those of us who live in Broward. Just a drive down there and back was enough to make you want to blow your brains out. And, and you know what? Most of the people were from Broward. That's you right. Think, you think any of the Julios like me were going to the hockey games no. down there? No. No. But I'm well. Anyway, enclosure, Neil. Hey, I just think that this is the best thing for Broward County, and I'm just happy that it just it's over here. Okay. You take care, Neil. I'll see you there. We have uh, two open lines in Broward, 26 past the hour. That means we got like uh, 19 minutes to go before we do the drawing to see who gets my tickets. For opening night in the brand-new Mac Arena, oh! Panthers and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightweights. Are they uh, all uptight about that? No. All worked up no. to a frenzy? No. Are they falling all over each other to get to the phone? No. They don't care. Don't you understand? They don't care. Even for free now, it's become old hat. Maybe if we put in 500 bucks for food... Speaking of food, if you're looking for a T wireless line, we got to move along here, man. Here's a mobile in Margate. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Picked up the Coral Springs on uh, on Saturday, my best of. It was a pleasure making a donation. Thank you so much. And they were, I want to tell you, part one is great. Yeah. Part two is spectacular. Sensational. That's what I tell Actually everybody. Great. Especially putting in your own stuff every other, uh, right. every other bit. And unedited. Unedited. Super. Right. One other thing. Please, I beg you. Don't put Rimmer on anymore. Please. <laughs> you can bet. His, his information that he gave before was so ponderous and useless. Was that unbelievable? I mean, he calls back, and I'm sitting here just, my life is flashing in front of my eyes, and I'm thinking, well, there must be something that happened worth putting on it. And he calls back to tell us basically that nothing happened. And he doesn't even have the right and, pronunciation. Instead of just saying nothing happened, he has to go through the list of these Martian names of people that haven't been born yet, of embryonic uh, anonymous people. You know, if he said that Mueller was gone or Cartner was right. gone... Then we would have had a party, right? Yeah, we dancing in the street with Mueller gone. And he's got this guy named Shabbat from the Chabot house. Yeah, useless. Oh. Totally, please don't put him on anymore. Okay. Thanks. Bet your life on it. Oh. Oh, yeah, we got to do another hockey show. They oh, my God. Ponderous. This isn't a hockey town. What's the point? It would be like going up to uh, Iqaluit and doing a show on soccer. What's the point? It'd be like going to the middle of goddamn Siberia and doing a goddamn show about uh, shinny hockey. Oh, they play it up there? Okay, well, they got uh, probably don't have much else to do. Man, he is a scary, you know, good guy in his own bizarre way, and I'm still trying to figure out what that is. But he can chase an audience away faster than Mike Spindell, uh, the, than that music that we play to... Uh... Right, yeah, I, I play music to intentionally try to get the audience uh, to call just so that they want to get the music off. And he works better than them any day of the week. In fact, since he made his second call, you notice every line on the board is smoking since he made that second call. Please, they're begging, please don't put him on again. We'd rather hear farting for four hours than hear Rimmer again for ten seconds. Or did I chop that off? Yeah. Yeah, he was chopped off. He ain't even Jewish. 21 before 2 at CQAM. What's this obsession with hope? Okay, 144. We're getting reefer madness over here. Crap. Enough with it. Oh, it's not? About time to do our drawing, I guess, for my two tickets. That's that's 57 bucks a piece. That's 114 bucks plus the parking pass, the preferred parking. That's about $130 worth of crap. And only cost whoever wins it about 200 bucks for food. For the two of you. So what the hell are you complaining about? And I'm giving them away because I'm not going to be here. Friday. Friday night, 7.30. Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. There will be a big show. They'll put on a big thing to win. I mean, the exhibition games, they were exhibition games. I tried to tell you that. 
was nobody watches exhibition hockey games. There's there's no intensity. There's no meaning. It's like uh, diddling around. It's like one step away from watching a scrimmage. Once the real stuff starts in any sport, oh. then you got something to uh, hope. Uh, hope. That being the operative word. Are we getting that Pierre or Chavez? Are we getting him? Okay, now let me draw one of these out of the, out of my. Oh, look at this. Out of the Neil uh, with the uh, oh with the Yarmulke with all the expletives on it. The blue one. Yeah, you better start taking notes, by the way, because that whammy thing's going off about November 5th. So for this next month, you better take notes which day he had the right. Let's see, the blue shirt today. So you know it's the right day because we're doing it tonight. He's got the uh, brown yarmulke on, the one with the Neil uh, Fish symbol on it. And the winner of the uh, hockey ticket. Oh, now, see, didn't, you didn't put a... Uh, why do you do that? You didn't put a, a line underneath. Is it a, I guess it's a six, okay? Or is it a nine? Well, no, let me they, take, they look different. Is, is that a six? Yes. You're positive. Well, wait a minute. Let me just find the nine here first, okay? The nine has a stick and the six is all curvy. The nine has a stick? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, number six. Whoever was number six? Oh, it must be Patrick McGowan. Huh? Norm. Norm. Norma? Norm. Oh, Norm. Not Norma Kent. No, Norm. Another Norm. Okay, Norm, you're the winner. Don't say the name on here, okay? They're going to have to come and pick I didn't say his name. I just said it was a Kraut. All right. Some Kraut won a goddamn hockey tickets. Hope you have a great time, Norm. And don't forget to call me next Monday and say thank you so much, and it was great, even though we got our asses good. Now, we ought to beat them, shouldn't we? No. <laughs> uh, that was only an exhibition game over there the other night. We blew a 3 nothing lead. It was just an exhibitionist game. Don't get all bent out of shape. And how come Rimmer's still here anyway? Isn't he supposed to be in Binghamton? He's supposed to be in Binghamton. They're televising that exhibition game, allegedly, tomorrow night. The last exhibitionist game up there? What the hell's he still doing here? Here's a mobile implantation. Hello? Yo. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Uh, I don't know whether you touched on it on the subject, too, but... I touched uh, it. Okay. The uh, Felix Potvin all over the world tour. What about it? Yeah, then the temporary, that, that intermediate trading deadline that they put in there, that uh, passes, and then they can start making a lot of trades. It'll happen, I guarantee you, before well, if you got the club parking, it's easy. I don't know about the other parking. For me, you just uh, it's about a uh, few yards. You, you take the first left turn. You're right there. There's the traffic light. You're right back on uh, 136 Panther Parkway, and you're right there. Because they blocked off. We went to the, the first game uh, against Boston, and they blocked off all the lanes. It took one lane going uh, southbound 136. Right. Well, yeah, what the, like... they, they did that that night, too, but luckily we left after one period because it's an exhibition game.